Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Speak On It podcast. I am your host, Speak Mike. We are here again in the Wild Weekend Sports. But you know I am not alone. I've got the team with me running a three-man weave right now. I've uh, got my man, the mad producer, podcast Poppy in the building. Vince Carter. <laughs> <laughs> And we have uh, my irritated co-host, Breezy, in the building as well. (sighs) There's a lot going on in the pre-production meeting. Spewing nonsense right now. No, facts and stats. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I love. Listen, I love. Listen, I love if, Wade, ha- if Wade was better than LeBron in 08-09, he would have won MVP. I I love when when uh, we say facts and stats, and then we like to go to advanced stats because are those not stats? No, no. I love when we say facts, stats, and facts, and facts and stats and stuff like that. But then we need to go to advanced stats because the natural stats that are there versus what I'm saying. Natural like, oh, stats show no, Wade no, no. scored two my, more points a game. My statement. Can I finish my statement before you intrude? Before you intrude. Instead of looking at the natural stats of what were there as far as like assists, rebounds, points, steals, turnovers, you know, those natural stats we need to look at over the over the course of the NBA with with win shares and that, what? Listen, you, you're going to you're going to pull straws let me on ask, two let points me ask a game. You, Go ahead. Let me ask you a question, Dylan. If you were to explain this to someone that didn't know basketball, if they were learning that game of basketball, they would have to they would need a book and write notes when it comes to this this type of stat that you're trying to argue for your narrative to prove that Braun was a better player than Wade at that point in time when the stats are basically even, but in order to get your narrative, it's oh the stats let me aren't go even this. though. You you could have they your are. two more points a game, but I'll take the higher three point percentage, the higher free throw percentage, the higher blocks, and again, sixty six wins. Mm-hmm. I'll take all of those. Because you can say what you want. Oh, supporting cast, whatever. It doesn't matter because LeBron James won 23 more games than Dwayne Wade did that year. (laughs) As the best player on the team with 109 votes for first place. MVP. So you do you take whatever those those two points that you got, the two less rebounds, the 0.3 assists, the 0.5 steals, the the whatever the one block the point two blocks i'm sorry but i'll take the the point three field goal percentage the more rebounds i'll take the better free throw percentage and i'll take uh wins total and the guy who won mvp so again if wade was better than lebron that year one they would have won more games two he would have won mvp and not just gotten seven first place votes Because it seems to me that me and 109 other people believe that LeBron was the best player in the NBA at that point. Bro, um, we, good. No, I was just, I just wanted to, I was curious uh, who finished second MVP that year. That's all. It was Wade with seven votes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that kind of helps James. I mean, 
How does that help James's argument? He was the second best. Because again, that's a hundred and two point difference. Clearly, people there was a few people that thought seven, seven Mm -hmm. vote, seven voters, seven Seven voters. voters. That doesn't mean that at the time I don't remember, but I remember. There could have been there could have been a groundswell for Wade being better. Like no, because I thought uh, Kobe's MVP was Wade's MVP um, that year. Embiid got a bunch of votes this year, but it is not a consensus that he's better than Joker. But he got a lot more votes than Jokic as a whole. Yes, I'll take a look at to it into it. But I, I'm just saying it doesn't mean that. It's just a consensus that he's better. It just means he got more votes. They thought it was his season. They could have yeah. just thought it was LeBron's season, not so much that Wade is, that LeBron was better at the moment. That's that's what I'm saying. That's how it helps James's argument. Is what I'm saying. I, 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 that's I, fine. You believe? What I, you I also think that I think LeBron. I told you, I agree with you. I thought LeBron, I think LeBron's better, was better at that moment. But that does help James's argument if we're being fair. I just think that at that point in time, like many people, even myself at that point in time, was starstruck over LeBron. Pause. So that no, I'm no just, this yeah, this I'm is my LeBron hate, uh, phase. No, I'm saying that's that's you. I'm talking about me. Yeah, I'm talking about. I said me like other people that were starstruck over LeBron at that point in time. You're going to there. There is no second. There is no one at that position to win MVP that year. There is it's it's LeBron. If you just even if you're not watching the game, you're just like, who's the MVP? Who who is the best player in the league and everything? It's LeBron. You're gonna say LeBron. Yeah, but when you say it as in that position, MVP isn't a position vote, huh? You said when you're the only player at that position, you're gonna win MVP. That's not how that I'm works. Talking, I, I didn't mean to say position. I meant to say, I meant to say based on popularity, polarizing, it's LeBron without even second guessing. But I think that now looking back, when I saw them face each other, and when I saw the game, how how Wade was playing those games and how he was winning some of those games, it was an argument to say that Wade might have been MVP that year or he may have been even better than Braun that year. That's where we disagree. That's fine. But to say that it's not a thing that could, to say that it can't be a thing. It's just like that's irresponsible. No, I don't think it's irresponsible. I think it is irresponsible because no, I, I think it's, you, I think it's disingenuous for no. you to say that Wade is at that point was better than LeBron. That's disingenuous. How is that disingenuous? That's telling me how to feel about it versus me saying that it's no. irresponsible. Yeah, you're saying I'm not being genuine. That's that's a feeling. But to say that my Captain Literal Man, real quick, it's Mm -hmm. it's it's you being not sincere. Uh (laughs) Yeah, I I absolutely believe that. 
I absolutely believe that. I think you're going this way for the narrative, not being sincere. Really? Colin Cap is what he's saying. Really? That's what the kids say. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Because at this point in time, I was on my LeBron hate phase, mm-hmm. and I didn't leave my LeBron hate phase till about 2014. Mm-hmm. So that's this is me just being. I remember this very, very much so because I remember what 09 Kobe, 09 10 Kobe won MVP, and I was like that was Wade's MVP because I very much so was a massive Dwayne Wade fan. But I was like, mm-hmm. there was yeah, I did not think there was a way, shape, or form that Wade should have won MVP, or Wade was better than LeBron at this point. Because the actual argument and narrative for this time period was Kobe and LeBron. Wade was not part of those two. Wade was the third guy that you get in there for that argument, but it was Kobe and Bron. Because even though Wade had the better stats that year, the consensus still was Kobe was better. And then the real argument was Kobe versus Bron. And that's, that's when you had those Nike commercials where you had Kobe goes, and Bron with the with the puppets. That goes that back time to period point too. of. That is popular. It's popular. Whether of it's popular or say, not. That's that's what it is. That's what the narrative was. Yes, that's narrative driven based on popularity and what people may have thought. But what the stats was, Wade was having a better year than Kobe, was he not? He was. Yes. So how is it disingenuine for me to say that? I could. I think that he was that he had it. There was a case that he could have been MVP, and just like what Mike was saying. Well, the argument wasn't that MVP at first. I turned it into that when LeBron. When I said LeBron won the MVP that year, the argument was better. But just because somebody has better stats doesn't mean they're a better player. That's not true at all. Let's go. Let me take. Let's let's pull out of the hat. Uh, just random stats from this year. Okay, I'm gonna pull up. Paul Pierce. Yeah, I'm gonna compare him to Carmelo Anthony's stats from 09, 08, 09. Go, Paul Pierce. Twenty points, three assists. Five and a half rebounds. Okay. Where is Mr. Anthony? Where the fuck is Carmelo Anthony? How much better do you think Carmelo Anthony is than Paul Pierce? A lot better. A lot better. That year, I, I'm that, biased. In general, a lot better. Or no, it, how? That's before never I, been my argument. No, no, I'm just saying in before general. We go We're there, just though. talking about I, two players. Before we I go know, there. Before we go there, because I see what you're painting. My argument was never over the course or overall. No, I I'm said talking about in 0809. Uh-huh. You know those Paul Pierce stats. How much better do you think Melo was? Well, that goes no. back to my argument. That's not what you just said. No, I, I, this is my, this is for me. Uh huh. Because we're saying if stats mean you're a better player or not. Mm-hmm. If you do, you, I'm, I'm going to assume you think Carmelo Anthony is a better basketball player than Paul Pierce was. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to ask you how much better do you think Carmelo Anthony was than Paul Pierce? In 08, 09. Mm-hmm. Two points. That's exactly how much better he was than him. Two points. <laughs> two points on lower field goal percentage and less assists per game. So you can, if your argument is going to be because he has better stats, he's better, I'd rather have the more efficient guy and score one less bucket. And Paul Pierce won a ring that year. So um, what's, the, what's the argument on that one? No, I'm just saying uh, stats don't always prove that you're significantly better or better in general than a player. Because what? Let's, let's pull out a player this year. No, I'm trying to understand what was the point of, of bringing up. No, it's just it, it's right. it, it, well, that was just me uh, just poking fun because like yeah, Mel's better. Yeah, well, he didn't win the fucking ring or finals MVP that year. So fuck I him. mean, the Celtics were a way better team. <laughs> in 0809, wasn't that a Nuggets team in the Western Conference Finals? Yes, they were. That they would have beat the Celtics would have beat the Nuggets. I mean, maybe. I don't Maybe. know. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I thought both I think of the Celtics would have beat the Nuggets, especially if the Nuggets couldn't beat the Celtics. I mean, the um, the the Lakers. Styles make fights. Mm. I'm not. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that I would have been an interesting series. I think KG lights up whoever is at that four position on the Nuggets that year. Kenyon Martin. Yeah, he lights up that year too. He lights up Kenyon Martin. Yeah, they, they get into they they, they, had, they they both turn into a dogfight, but I think KG lights Kenyon Martin the, up. The the problem with that series is do you get Melo that's playing like really good defense? Because if you get Melo that's playing really good defense, he's a much different defender than Kobe because he's so much stronger than Kobe. You and know what happens? And it's Melo versus Paul Pierce. And you know what happens? J.R. Smith versus Ray Allen. It's Chauncey Billups versus Rondo. Like that Nuggets team is right there. They're right there. You know what happens? Uh, Paul Pierce gets a mellow into five. That's what I, you can also say the same thing for Melo getting Paul Pierce into foul trouble. Hmm? For Melo being as physical as he was, Melo would get Paul Pierce into foul trouble. For. I don't see it. I don't see it the same way because I think that Paul Pierce kind of just like OG vet outsmarts outwits Melo at that point in time, just like how Kobe did because he thinks that that Paul Pierce is gonna play physical like Kobe did, where Paul Pierce is gonna like flop and act like he got hit more than he did and gets but, Carmelo in foul trouble. But Kobe didn't OG outwit Melo in that series. His team was just better. Melo averaged thirty in that series. Yeah. He did. He but, actually matched Kobe. The problem was the Lakers had another Hall of Famer on that team. And true it was Kyle Gasol. True indeed. But Kobe only played that way to play against Melo. Just to, just because Kobe's an insane maniac to just like look for um for um what is it? For competition right. like that too. Paul Pierce is not gonna match. He's gonna find whatever his game is and he's gonna use it against you. 
That's what he would have did against Melo. He wouldn't have tried to play physical like he did with Kobe. He wasn't going to do that with him. But that's where Melo, I think, would take the the correct step there because Melo would absolutely try to physical Paul Pierce Mm -hmm. and put him on the block and put him in fucking foul trouble. So that that's those two are a watch. It'll just be how you deal with Ronda. I mean Ray Allen. It'll be how you deal with Ray Allen, because I'm gonna tell you what. J.R. Smith Chauncey, wasn't dealing with Ray Allen. That Chauncey Billups is packing Rondo the fuck up. That version of Rondo. Packing him up. That's only like year three or year four Rondo. Yeah. No, Rondo Rondo that year was Rondo. really I don't know. That Rondo that year was really, really good at defense and he was averaging double double assists still. He wasn't yeah, assist, but scoring wise, he couldn't. If you needed buckets from him, that Rondo came like two years later. Yeah, but yeah, but I think he, the defense side of it, would have definitely slowed Chauncey Billups up. I don't know. I think think Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups on that Nuggets team is a is a team away from being a shell of himself. He was on the the down of his career. All right, before we continue, I have one more question before we actually start the show. Who's better, Anthony Davis or Julius Randle? Anthony Davis is better. I don't know how. They have the same amount of points, rebounds. What, all time? Nope, this, this year. Well, Julius, if, they have, if, they have the, if they have the same stats, who's better? Julius played, what, 78 games? Anthony mm-hmm. Davis didn't play 50. They, they average the same. But that's my point. Anthony Davis didn't play as much as... Yeah, he didn't play as much as Julius. And he still got the same numbers as Julius. Yeah, so who's better? Anthony Davis. But why? They have the same stats. Because he didn't play as many games as Julius. No, 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 no. no. I'm just talking. We didn't go through how many games Wade played and how many games LeBron played or how many other guys played. I'm just making that line. This is is going back to your argument, I see. Yes. Okay. Because I don't understand. Because James said since uh, Wade had more points or the stats were a little bit different and favored Wade, I guess, that he was the better player. That's not true. Just like it, you stats know, don't you know game, stats for the season. You know, don't games show played, you know, games played is a stat, right? I know it is, but we didn't talk about it previously. So we're just going to ignore it for those, but not ignore it for this one. Huh? Always. Yeah, no, we're not. That. It's a game. We, did, a we didn't reference games played, but we didn't reference games played. That is a part of it. He played Wade played 79 games. LeBron played 81. There's not a difference, really. There's you know not really I? a difference. It's two games. Yeah. It's two games. 79 games versus 81 games. It's two games. But we that my point is we didn't use that stat. Uh, we, uh, yeah. we didn't use that stat. Two we just games. talked about the basic stats, like we were talking about, remember? Points, rebounds, but not when you said it. We were talking about points, rebounds, assists, field goal, steals, blocks. That is a basic stat. It wasn't when we were uh, bringing it up earlier. Just saying. So if we're just going to do the basic just numbers, 25 a game and 25 a game are the same. How is one guy better than the other? If that is a basic stat, if it wasn't a basic stat, why did it come up immediately from me and Mike? We didn't go advanced. We didn't go advanced. Why did we bring it up when we were originally talking about the original point? Because it's not a point because they only have two games apart. 
if Wade played 30 games less than Braun, then I'd be like, oh, the reason why his points are so much higher, it'll be a point to be talked about. It's not a point to be talked about because the difference is only two games. Nonsense. It's not, it's not nonsense. It's not nonsense. a point. I just nonsense. I just want everyone at home to know that we are on a pod with people who cannot admit when they're wrong ever. No matter who it is, any delegation you want to put, me, Dylan, James, Rise, it does not matter. None of us can admit when we're wrong. And that's why we have three hour arguments about silly things and just go in circles. Thank you. This has been my purpose. Who, who is uh, all right? Fine. How about this one? Who's better, Jamal Murray or De'Aaron Fox? I don't think that this we're is the still argument. Going. Well, this Hold is the on, last I, one. I don't think, last I'll, one. I'll, answer, I'll answer that question and give me one second. I don't think that this is an argument based on who's wrong or who's right. I think that this is a very much opinionated, right? But I think it is very irresponsible, like I said before, to think that. Wade didn't have a chance to win MVP that year, especially if Mike have said that there were seven people that voted for him to be MVP and he was second place. So to say that, that no, 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 to wait, wait, to, but so to you say, finish, you finish, go ahead. To say that he didn't have a chance or there was no way possible that he could have been a better, could have been MVP over LeBron or anything like that. When there were people that thought that. So to say that, I think that it is irresponsible to tell people that it was like there was no clear chance at all. There was no clear chance, clear chance at all for you to even think that Wade could have been MVP or better than LeBron that year. I think that's irresponsible. Now, if you want to talk about feelings to say I'm not, I don't, you don't think I'm sincere and stuff like that. That's all emotional based instead of saying what's real, which is, I think that's irresponsible to the brand <laughs> to say that to people. If that's how you feel, I apologize, but that's just the definition of disingenuous. Uh, like I said, I was pulling up my captain literal man. Uh, yeah. Uh, for seven people to say that Dwayne Wade was first place MVP and for 109 people to say that Dwayne Wade is MVP is not even close. That's a hundred and fucking two, like or 105. I'm sorry. Like, that's a lot. That is mm-hmm. a lot of people to think that LeBron was that much better than literally everybody else who played in mm-hmm. the NBA that year. All what? 15 players on a team times 30. Like all those players, he got 107 votes uh, and Wade just got seven. So it's not incredibly far fetched to me to think an absolute blowout for MVP votes isn't it? Isn't just like a, a anomaly. Like he got blown the fuck out, blown out in, in votes. So, like, it's not even like it's not crazy or irresponsible of me to think that if the majority voted one way. Like, I don't know how many people voted total. I could pull that up shortly while I while I get my thoughts together. But 2, 3, 10, 12, 121 people voted and 109 voted for LeBron. 
So yeah, it's not outside of the realm of possibility for me to think it's not even a a, a chance because I'm not the only I'm I'm in the majority here. Okay. So who's better, Jamal Murray or De'Aaron Fox? This year, yes. or in general, this year, probably De'Aaron Fox. You think he's actually a better player than Jamal Murray? It's close. Jamal's doing magical things right now, so I would say maybe Jamal overall, but I think Darian had a better year this year, yes. Yeah, he averaged five more points, but he's not the better player. Okay. that That's the point. That's oh, my, so. my point. Because somebody averages more points or has better stats doesn't mean they are just the better player. It's an I, I see what you're saying here. I see what you're doing here. I would agree with that sentiment. Let's start the show. We're 25 minutes in and we've just been yelling uh, at each other. Uh, no, you and James have been yelling at each other. Good game, I've James. <laughs> I've just been sitting here. It's not a, a win or a lose. It's a shake hand and we we keep pushing. Hopefully. If he's... I was, honest, I was put on a shit list earlier this week. He was so maybe that's where this <laughs> this started the origin story. <laughs> but um, what's the score? Celtics one sixteen, Heat ninety nine. Celtics survive Game Four in Miami in South Beach. They started the day. I started the day seeing quotes from Celtics saying, "Don't let us win one. Don't let us win one." Well, they won one. So my question is, on a scale of one to ten, how concerned are you for the Miami Heat? Uh, I'm not. (laughs) If Doc Rivers were coaching the Miami Heat, I would be very worried. But I am not worried. It's one. I think the Heat will be fine. I think this series ends four two at the oh. at the least. Because they're going back to um to Boston, right? Yep. Yeah. Game five. Yeah. On Thursday night will be. There's in a the chance. Boston. There's a chance that Miami could steal it because they've done it twice already. But there's a chance that Boston defends home court at that point in time. But then when they go back to Miami, they can end it. So I think that is a chance that it ends 4-2. There's a chance it may end 4-1. I just think that tonight was adrenaline, and they just happened to squeeze one out. Yeah, yeah. They needed to win this. Like, not even just for the sake of them getting not getting eliminated. They needed to show fight because during the game, before James popped in, me and Mike were talking. I'm like, this the Celtics team doesn't have a backbone, huh? You were saying that, sir. I, I, I did. was. I was I telling did. you then. But we had the strong. conversation. Yes, we had the yes, conversation. We were having the conversation. I absolutely brought it up because when you take a look at like how this playoff run has gone, it's like, yeah, they absolutely shouldn't have lost two to Atlanta. That should have been Trey Young gets hot one game and they like they pack him up to five, but. What Dejounte Murray? What who got Dejounte Murray got That's suspended, and, and then, then they, they lost that game. Yeah, like they've been. Mikel Bridges said it in his pivot interview where he was just like, "I want to root for the Celtics to like win, but they keep fucking around. 
They keep fucking around. They should have, like, I. this probably going to sound like bad coming from me, but I was like, they probably should have packed up Philly. They're the better team. They're absolutely the better team. You couldn't take game one with no Embiid. And then the way they lost game three in overtime. That was just a good game, though. Like, that's I, not I a know, game but where... Like, like, oh, they're soft. Oh, they didn't. They crumbled. That was just a good game that Philly won. They just won. And, but that's but this is my point about Missoula, right? There's sometimes where he's just like, yo, I'm lucky to be out here because Jason Tatum catching 50. And then there's the games where they lose, where they look terrible when they lose. It's not like, like let's take a look at this Lakers series, right? This Lakers series that just ended. There is not a single game in this series that I didn't think the Lakers couldn't have won. They were in every single game. Game one was the exception where they had to make the comeback. I, I don't. But think like they, they were going to win. You said the game was over with eight minutes left, and they promptly brought it down to four. I know this because all three yeah. of us were in here, and yeah. we're like, Mike, there's so much time left. You're like, this game's over. This game's over. Then you stayed shut until there was a minute left yeah. in the game. game like, okay, now this game's over. The game was over. <laughs> there was never a point in that Lakers series. Like, the Lakers lost by 23 points total in the series. That was a total point differential. They lost by 20 fucking three. The way the Celtics team loses games is crazy. And the way they go down 0-3 and game three was this absolute ass whooping. Where you had Al Horford had to sit in the coach's chair because Joe <laughs> Missoula just sitting there just like lost. Doesn't know what's happening. Like, where the fuck am I? It was a debacle. And then you have tonight where it's like, oh, Tatum went sick. And then, like, everybody, like, the role players showed up. But I see, don't know how to believe in this team. That's because, what I again, was saying. Ime Udoka wouldn't have had this team like this. This team would have been, this would have been what? It's 3 1 now. It probably would have been 2 2. I, but that's what I was saying earlier that that is, that's not fair. You can't give him all the blame when they lose and say they look terrible when they lose, but when they win, all oh, the players just played good. He didn't have no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm the first fair. person to shit on players, but like it's it's a congl- it's a combined effort uh, of the. You, of have this to, you have to give him some credit. I'll give him credit when they win, but like a lot of times when they win, it's just like, man, Tatum had to go for thirty five. Tatum had to do this. Tatum had to do this. It's not like his rotations are sus. His play calling is weird. He doesn't always put the team in the best situation offensively, and it's annoying. Especially because we saw how well-coached this team was all through the playoffs last year. And it seems like, yeah, I may overrate Ime a little bit because I think Ime is one of the three best coaches in basketball. But, like, he was the Celtics' backbone, to be fair. He was the one that would sit everybody down and be like, what the fuck are we doing? I don't see Joe Mazzulla doing that. I feel like Joe Mazzulla is like the stepdad of the team. He's because really, the real step dad son. is. Uh, yeah. Stepson. It, it, well, I, I would say I would say stepdad in this situation because actual dad went and got a new girlfriend in Houston. And now Mazzulla is dating mom. <laughs> and they're all the players I, like, you're not my real dad. I'm not listening to you. I thought it was really funny when I saw that uh, that stat that I didn't know existed about Mazzul losing to Jimmy Butler in college. 
that mm-hmm. is a crazy stat. I didn't see. I saw that. I was like, no fucking way. I like. I love seeing the 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 college highs of Joe Mazzula because he wears sneakers that are too big when he was in school. <laughs> but like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. And here he is about to get packed up by, by Jimmy, Jimmy again, Butler again. The, book, the boogeyman tormenting that. You man. you get on Anthony for uh, liking Trey Young. But here you are praising the Jimmy Butler after packing y'all up. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. His affinity for Jimmy Butler. He, he Mike, let's set it in the chat. Mike is the sole reason why the Knicks lost because he was behind closed doors still rooting for Jimmy Butler. While I don't the, know. I still blame Miami Anthony. We're still we're be playing the Knicks. That's why. I still blame he, Anthony for Jimmy winning. Butler was probably yeah, scoring. And he was just like, ah, it's the mayor. What are you going to do? <laughs> It's the mayor. I don't know. Uh, I mean, how, go next, but it's the mayor. How ridiculous is James Sound when all season he was capping and coping for the Orlando Magic? And then the moment the player shitting on this Knicks team all year until the moment the playoffs start, and now it's don't nobody talk about my Knicks. All Excuse me? season. You was waving your pom-poms for the Orlando Magic, shitting on the Knicks, and then all of a sudden now nobody can talk about the Knicks, and you are King fan. I don't think it's nobody can talk about the Knicks. It's just me. Yeah, <laughs> He just doesn't like me talking exactly. about the Knicks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't blame Mike for the Knicks losing. I blame Anthony because, again, he uh, was praising Jimmy Butler's injury when it happened, game one. Yes, he did. But Mike was definitely in the back uh, in his uh, not, Jimmy, but- I, <laughs> Jimmy Butler shrine, w- willing yeah. him to good health. <laughs> Which, A, is not true. B... <laughs> Jimmy did not have on, a good mayor. series Come against on, the Knicks. Mayor. Come on, Mayor. It was not this. Jimmy at all. <laughs> if anything, you could make that foolish argument for Kyle Lowry. No, we're not going to say another Kyle Lowry for anything. That's we're not another one. You don't get to bring another one of your guys into this to give praise Kyle, to Kyle Lowry. That's was another kill, one. Was killing the Knicks. Bam out of Iowa was we're, killing the Knicks. We're talking about Bam was killing the Knicks with his illegal screens. That's how oh, Bam was killing River. the Knicks. Which and he I'm got called you, for two tonight, Dylan. And I'm going to tell you another thing. Dylan. Illegal screens over and yeah. over and over again. If I was a man that did not know Mike, that was just a, a stranger, just like an outsider listening in. I would you would think that Miami is probably Mike's <laughs> A A2 1B team because he likes Bam out of bio a lot. He likes Kyle Lowry a lot. He likes Jimmy Butler a lot. And he loves Coach Spo. These are I don't four. Love Spo. I don't do. love Spo. Okay. I don't love Spo, but I respect Spo. I think Spo is underrated. Spo. I think Spo is underrated. No one underrated. No one told- Yes, no one talks about Spo when we talk about rating. best coaches in the league. We never talk about Spo. No, it's just like an unspoken rule. You don't have to mention him. Exactly. What the hell? Under- we're not doing that. It's an unspoken rule, which means no it's one just like you don't mention about Pop. him. You don't mention Pop exactly. either. Exactly. Exactly. Pop could lose 
all 82 games, we're going to say Pop is probably the best coach in the NBA. We literally were, were talking about that. this for the draft lottery. We're like, yo, Pop been losing for like a decade. But like, and then he's we're, got Wemby. And, and, so like, and people see. are saying, and people are saying, we hope that when Vignano go, when Vignano, whatever his name is, we hope he goes to Pop. And if we if he goes there, we're like, oh, man, we don't know. He might turn into something with Pop over there. Even though we think Pop lost ten straight seasons of eighty-two games a season, but we still will put Pop as like, yo, he's still like the best coach in basketball. <laughs> like what? It, it's it's Pop, it's Kerr, it's it's Spo. Like you don't need to talk about anybody else. Ty Lue. It's Ty Lue. Yeah, nobody it's wants. It's, it's Mike it's Malone. A- it's Mike Malone. Rick Carlisle. Nobody wants to give him his just that, new. I'm not, Rick Carlisle. Coach. I'm not giving him nothing. What? Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Y'all treat Rick Carlisle like he's D'Antoni, and he's not. <laughs> no, Rick Carlisle. I'm not putting him in my upper no. echelon of coaches in the NBA anymore. He is mid. He is mid. That's what he is. Once, uh, once, once Rondo, left, once Rondo told him to suck my dick, that was it for me and Rick Carlisle. <laughs> that was it. You're just gonna go Rondo on that one, you're like, <laughs> but are we gonna go Rondo on what he said? Doc in, Rivers in the playoffs, Rondo said, "Yeah, nah, you don't know what you're talking about." I mean, to be fair, Rondo also said that to Doc Rivers. Yeah, but we'll defend Doc Rivers. Well, the difference between those two situations is. It's a mixed bag. Some of the players agree with Doc. Some agree with Rondo. All of the Dallas Mavericks agreed with Carl. With um, what you call it when Rondo did that? They said Rondo had to go. They did. That's when Rondo was on his tour of uh, "I'm burning every bridge possible." <laughs> I'm smarter than Dallas and Sacramento. I'm smarter than everybody in the league. And to be I fair, Rondo like shot. was. <laughs> Smarter than everybody in the league. I need to be playing 45 minutes, but I can't shoot a jump shot. Man, sit down. You're a liability on offense. Sit down. Sit down. Pack the paint and and treat him like Ben Simmons. Nah, Rondo's floater was nasty. You're bugging because Rondo can't shoot. He still can't. If you shoot, leave, you can't leave Rondo open. You can't leave yes, Rondo. You open. absolutely no. Can't you can't. You need to go watch that Lakers title run. Then you cannot exactly. leave Rondo open. That and that's why that was a revelation because who was no, that? That, Rondo, that was Rondo. There was a reason Rondo was. There was a reason Rondo was open like that in the bubble. Yeah, because they still because, thought it was 09 Rondo. Because exactly. he can't shoot. We all know no. he can't shoot. No. We all know it. We all know it. We all know it. And we was in the bubble and Rondo was doing phenomenal things like TJ Warren. That was not Rondo. That was bubble Rondo. You gonna tell me TJ Warren is the same thing? That was Rondo. Rondo was doing that. Rondo was doing that on the Pelicans. Rondo was doing that on the Pelicans. You're gonna sit here and tell me Rondo was a sniper from three. No, we never said it was a sniper, but you can't leave him open. Rondo in 21 yeah. games, the last time he played in the, in the NBA, was shooting 39.7% from three. And then when he was on that little Clippers run, he was shooting 43% from three. 
that same year when he was on the Hawks was 37% from three. That That's Laker, old. his run with the Lakers, he was shooting an, an, an average of 34% from three. Like, why are we saying Rondo season. can't shoot? Because he can't shoot. Those are great numbers if you're shooting two or three times a game. All you got to do is no, hit one or no, two. No, no, He was shooting way more than that. He was shooting way more than that. He was shooting like five threes a game, five, six, seven threes a game. Let's go with, let's go with seven that threes? Here real quick. Seven threes? Yes. I just watched right. the interview on all up. I'm not going to mention the name, but I'm not going to mention the name, but he said that once he noticed that there were players in the NBA shooting 15 threes a game, he said, shit, I might as well get 12 up. I might as well yeah. get eight up. He was shooting three a game. Don't matter. Still got to make matter. Don't matter. Still gotta make one, one for three. He was making does that, buckets not, out does here. that not equal 33? Making, making buckets out here. But Don't guess leave what, Mike? that man open. Guess what, Don't Mike? That's him. just an average. That's Don't just an leave average. him open. <laughs> Don't leave him open. One for three, you'd be fine with that. That's literally what you'd be fine with. Mike, that's like saying if we're playing if if we're playing three on three and we play a series of five games and you make the game winning two every single game, but you missed three two of them. You only shot four or five shots that on um, every game. That will be your average. And you'd be saying clutch gene like it was 2K. <laughs> One, that's a horrible example. It's not. It's a horrible example. It's a, it's a horrible example because it's an insider. It's a horrible example only because it's insider. It's a horrible example because you're talking about shooting one time a game for five games. Like, what? No, what? I didn't and say that. Five? Average. No, I In said a making. Of five, I said you making made one, one shot three times to win the series. That is one shot a game for five games. No, he was I saying if you're you shooting three shots a game, but only make the game winner. Yes. And then imagine me sitting here telling you I'm a sniper. Don't leave me open for the entire game when I'm shooting once a game. That doesn't make you any have sense. That, you don't like, have to be a sniper to not be left is open. Call, is actually like a solid three-point shooter. That's like a solid three-point shooter. What are we doing? So so both of you, I think, Ron, I'm going to put a poll up. I'll put a poll up. No, because that's the thing. People only remember Rondo as like the I can't shoot guy, but nobody remembers the end of Rondo's career when he he started shooting. He can't shoot. That's the point. So the end of his career says otherwise. Don't put a poll. Exactly. Because people are going to say what it really is. Mm -hmm. All we have to do is go off of the last couple years of his career when he shoot two times. I mean, for his career, he shoots 32% from three. Mm -hmm. And that's with those 39s and 40s at the end of his career, which means... Oh, well, yeah, that, that goes... That's because... the beginning of his... He cannot shoot. Well, he didn't shoot threes. He literally shot 0. 0.1, 0. 0.1, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.9, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.9, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8. He didn't shoot... He shot less than one three a game for the first... Eight years. 12 years of his career <laughs> from 0607 to fucking 2000. And do you think that that is and you think that's by coincidence? No, he got better. That's why he started shooting more. So, if he got better, then that means So, he did Jason Kidd get better at shooting threes? 
Yes. Sure did. You know, Jason Kidd couldn't fucking shoot a lick when he first started yes, the NBA? He could not shoot. And he got could great at the end of his shoot. career. The end I of his career, Mike, great. he got great. He was How many three? Jason Kidd's top good. 10 is Jason Kidd made. was probably Jason Kidd was probably the best. Just at his his tenure with the Knicks was probably one of the best three-point shooters on the Knicks when he played for the Knicks. And you know that. He's literally top three in three-pointers made. And he couldn't shoot the first, like, ten years of his career. One year. He played how many years, he was, Mike? He was not a better shooter than Steve Novak. So please stop with the madness. Stats. He, stats, was, not, stats. he was not a better three-point shooter than Carmelo Anthony. He was not a better three-point shooter than J.R. He might, he might so have the please, mellow one. He might have the mellow one. Stop. He's one of the greatest three-point shooters in Nick history. No, he's not. I didn't say that. Damn, yo. Yo, isn't that crazy on how his, extreme might be Knicks. going? He was the greatest three-point shooter on the Knicks. Did you not just say that? I did, did you not. not just say I did not. What did you say? What, tell I me did what not. you said. I missed I you. said, you say? and you know, his tenure with the Knicks, he was one of the better shooters on the Knicks when he was on that That's Knicks team. That is exactly said. what I said. said he Yo, was the best I, on I the verbatim, I be, exactly I be verbatim said. saying, I be verbatim saying things because I nitpick at you guys when you're not verbatim when you say things. So you don't think I'm not verbatim when I say things? No, no, okay. because you pick and choose when you do that. He okay. shot 35 percent on the Knicks. How long was he on the Knicks, Dylan? One time, one year. Oh, oh, didn't I say that? Oh. <laughs> Okay. One year. What's his his ranking? What's his ranking? On the Knicks? James, you're not going to like it. (laughs) Of that Knicks season? Yeah, you're not going to like it. (laughs) What is it? Uh, Oh, let me go top to bottom here. Uh, Where is it? You know why he's not going to like it, Dylan? Because that's all that Nick team did was shoot threes. It's Steve Novak. Oh, Novak. Did I say that? Oh, check. (laughs) Check. Uh, Iman Shumpert. Oh, actually, a, we're not going to count Chris Copeland, but Chris Copeland count. would be number two count. on that team, to be fair. So count. Novak, Copeland, Shumpert, Jump. Pablo Prigioni, Pablo Prigioni, check. Mello, Mello, check. Felton, bum ass Raymond Felton, check. J.R. Smith, J.R. Didn't I say J.R. too? Check. Oh, so we're on six. We're on six now. Not even sixth man. He's seventh Does off Kurt the bench. Thomas count? I won't give you Kurt Thomas. Okay, because I mean... uh, he shot a thousand on the season, so we're not gonna. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after uh, J.R. Smith, it is Jason Kidd. That'll be seven. And how much mm-hmm. higher is Jason Kidd than the person right behind him? Uh, point four. Who is that? Uh, Ronnie Brewer. To be fair, James, I was on your side. <laughs> Begin this. <laughs> but back to Jason Kidd. No, 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 no. It's almost like we're on a pod where people can't admit when they're wrong. Can't do it. Uh, I don't blame you. Uh, no, Jason Kidd didn't start no, no, coming. Don't eight, let Mike like, be right. Don't let Mike be right about it. No, absolutely not. Don't let me be right. I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, most of Jason's career, he was fucking terrible. He really hit his stride from 06 on. I just think that you cannot say that, oh, I can tell you one thing. You're not going to, you, if you sit there and let Rondo shoot it on, shoot it three and you wave him off, he's going to make you pay every single time. Right. Huh? Rondo's not Ben Simmons. He's like, not. Rondo will shoot it and make it. And and you and this. And this well, well, he's not Ben Simmons just, because Ben Simmons is scared to shoot. So yes, you're right. Ben Simmons is terrified to shoot. Rondo will throw it up there. I will give you. And that. it's showing in that what what um what how many games did that um that series go when they won the chip and for the Lakers six seven six. what the uh, Lakers, Lakers when they beat the Heat six uh, games right. Six, I think. I don't think it was five. It's showing if you look at that game six, right, where where Rondo gave you, I think, 19 points. Yeah, like three or four threes, yeah. Yeah, and it's because they kept waving him off, and he was just like, okay, you're not going to guard it. Cool. And I think that that's – but I think that's that's what his – the last, like – Five to seven years of his career was when he actually got better at shooting, and people were just like, "Oh, that's Rondo," and he was just like, "All right, I'm gonna show you that I can make this now, and you're gonna keep on waving me off, and I'm just gonna keep making these wide open threes that you guys don't want to guard now." Let me ask you a question: Do you think that Russell Westbrook can shoot? No. Huh? Do you think that Russell Westbrook can shoot? If he's open, yeah. I'm not like no. if he's open, it's like okay. No, are, you gonna, even open. are you gonna give not even are you gonna open. give you gonna give Russ those shots? Not even open. Russ can you Russ give has Russ gotten, those shots. It's a so here's here's the Russ difference has gotten in that worse. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. There's a difference. Russ got worse as his career got 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 further in. He's gotten worse at the three, which Russ is, is a career thirty percent. And he been he and he been chucking shots, like Rondo. Rondo for his career for the first ten years didn't shoot anything. There was a year where Russ was shooting seven threes a game. Yeah, like he regressed. That's that's bad. That's real bad. (laughs) No, he yeah he absolutely yeah no his best year shooting. Was sixteen seventeen? He shot point three four, and after that he went point two nine eight, two nine zero, two five eight, went back to three, two nine eight, went back to three, two nine six. Yeah, where Rondo got better, Russ got worse. I much rather let Rondo shoot. I mean, um, I'll let, let Rondo, Rondo shoot that. Like Rondo, yeah. you can shoot that shot for me. Yeah. Go ahead. I, in in the huddle, in the huddle, if I'm the coach, I'm telling Rondo, shoot the ball, shoot. The, if they give you it touch to it, you, shoot it, shoot it. You shoot it. Where if what Russ is doing that, I'm saying, <laughs> think about it. Look for the open guy. Well, we're setting a pin and down on the guy in the corner. Yeah, and you if, swing and him you, the ball. And if you are the open guy, drive it. <laughs> yeah. Do not shoot it, Mike. Don't shake your head. That's a good point. When Rondo got better, Russ got worse. <laughs> 
we exactly. we do a podcast where the no, bunch of guys. Is, that is true. <laughs> oh, look at Mike! There we go. Is, I do it all the time. No one else in here does it. Hey, man! I when I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. When does that happen? I'm not often. I'm not often wrong. <laughs> but when it happens, I'll be the first to admit it. Be the first to admit it, because I don't want to give you all the fucking satisfaction of telling me I'm wrong. It, it's that's <laughs> that is this podcast wrapped up in a nutshell, right? Yeah, there. we don't want you all. We don't want to give you all the satisfaction of saying we're wrong. There's only one person that we get to tell he's wrong on the daily, and he's not Andrew. <laughs> that he's guy just, is always consist- wrong, consistently wrong. Yeah, consistently, like, he is wrong enough for the, all three of us. <laughs> notice how he was like oh i predicted it correctly i was like well you actually predicted this series in seven so like it doesn't really matter what you said because he's like oh i said the celtics are gonna win tonight but he didn't put a wheel spin on it and he also said celtics in seven so if they don't win he in seven could. or heat in seven if they, they don't go seven games your prediction doesn't matter i i give him partial credit if he picked the team right no I, I, no we don't do partial credit because he is right he's not wrong he is correct. The team he said was going to win won the game. Yeah, but he said in, if you I, do a parlay and you you, you put a bunch of bets today and and you lose, if you put a bet that the Heat would win the series in seven, they don't win in seven. You don't win the bet. You lose. You they lose don't give the you a, bet. They don't give you a partial payment. Yo, here's a quarter of your potential winning. No, you lose. You lost that bet. Yeah. You have to be a hundred percent right. We got to teach accountability here, Mike. Not every he, kid needs a trophy. He he has none. We don't all just get medals for participating. <laughs> no participation awards here. Which goes to my uh why my name on pod today is I, I am Miss Cleo. Call me now. The <laughs> prophecy is almost complete. <laughs> the fact that like Mike in the chat, whatever something he predicts goes right. And he's like, look, I did it. I did it. It's like, well, James did this, and James is about to get another massive one. Crickets. So. Crickets. Something like, else that crickets. But James, you know, James picked that three weeks ago. No, I actually. No, James he did not. That. You need to stop, Mike. You were just James hating. picked that seven months ago. And never brought it up again. He didn't need to. He I stamped didn't have it. To. He said his he said it. You have the notes. You have yeah. the notes, Mike. I even asked you. I asked you because I would, me and Dylan were searching. Well, Dylan gave me a little bit of help, but I was searching high and low for that goddamn video for when I stamped it, and I couldn't find it. It's in there somewhere. I could not find it's it. In I, here. I said, hey, where was this? He was yeah, because like, oh, I gave I, you the date. The note, said, the thing on the I note said, says oh, November 2nd. It was it was funny to me. It was to me. The reason why it was funny to me when I asked you that, Mike, is because I remember you saying, "Oh, when did you say it?" I don't remember you saying. I felt like I was the only one on that hill, that Nuggets hill. And then I said, "Hey, Mike, what episode?" I was, was the it? only one on the Nuggets hill when the playoffs started. Hold but on, that, oh, Mike, you want you want a fucking cookie? Me, me. playoffs started. Me, when the playoffs started, I said the Nuggets were going to do exactly what they're doing right now. And when Dylan and Anthony started. said I was. Oh, crazy. I've been hating. Not crazy, I've been hating. I've been hating. Yes, hating. And I've been telling you the Nuggets are going to win the championship. I've been wrong. Look at me, and I'm wrong. Now, look at I me. I'm being wrong. This whole time when Dylan and Anthony are hating on the Nuggets. 
Nothing from you. You could have said, well, I picked the Nuggets at the beginning of the year, so I'm going to ride with nothing. what does he have to defend? Does he have to defend the honor of the Nuggets? All he has to say is, well, I picked them too. Nothing. There was no mention of the Nuggets till they beat Mike Phoenix. Then it was, you know, I picked the Nuggets to win the championship now. So where was all of this? Where Mike, was you it? were there. You have the notes. Stop being bitter. That's what I don't understand. Stop this being is, bitter he, because James did it before so, you. So this is where I, he tried to overstep and overspeak my point that I was getting ready to make it because I said it was so funny because he was saying all this, it was me, it was me, it was me, it was me. And then I asked him, I said, yo, Mike, what episode was it when I and – I, and I named all of my predictions. I said, what episode was it when I said Kuzma would get most improved player? I said, Ja would get MVP. I said, Nuggets Bucks for the finals. And I said, and I said, Nuggets will win the championship. And I said, Sacramento 40 wins. He said, my notes say it was this date. And as soon as he said that, I said, so you know I said this. As soon as I never he said, said that, I said you didn't say it. So, I, you never, play, so why are you I, trying to play me and try to say that? Oh, it's oh, it, I ain't hear nothing from you when you uh, know I've said this though. You know I've said clearly, this, but because I haven't continued, so yeah, because I haven't continued to you're say poking it. out your chest now because you think there's a chance for you to be right, but you wasn't wasn't talking all this tough talk a few months ago or even at the beginning of the playoffs. There was none I, of this. I would like to I, say I that I don't think James is, this is puffing his exact, chest out. <laughs> I want to speak for the Nuggets winning. I want to speak for the Nuggets winning. Listen, I've we got to pick which one he gets to speak for. Is it 40 wins or the Nuggets maybe winning a title? We should just change the award to James's Speaky Prediction Award. That's what we should do. James's I mean, Prediction he's, Award. He's got two great just, ones. No matter what he predicts, it's just him. He just gets it. I mean, if he Bro. if he continues to predict better shit than us, then, like, yeah, this is how this works. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know what to tell you, Mike. Like, if he keeps predicting better shit than us, we might as well just change the name to the fucking James Speaky fucking prediction of the year. Like, if I was to choose... Does anyone the, care that the, I picked Joel Embiid to win MVP? Nope. Nobody cares. No, because it's not as impressive as 40 wins or Nuggets can go to the <laughs> finals. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. No, that's a third place Nobody vote. Cares. That's a Nobody third place cares. win. Nobody that's a third cares. Place win. If if the Nuggets win the finals, nothing else wins. Nothing else wins. Unless I'm sitting here like, yo, the Jets go to the Super Bowl and they're going to win. And then they do. That's yeah. the only thing that would be able to beat that. Yeah, because that would be before the season started and they've never won it. You, we've won it once. Stop well, it. well, I'm talking about like, <laughs> the, like I'm yeah. talking about like, yeah. my fault. I, that just showed you how. No, I know what you're saying. I know, what, I know what you're saying. But like, you picked it when the this... 30 teams didn't even play yet. You picked it when the playoffs started. I've they didn't play. That's a, that's a, a narrow, game. narrow playing field. They didn't play a single game yet, and that's the same thing with the Sacramento's pick. Nobody believed they would do that, and I, I already had a feeling they were going to do that because of the acquisitions they got in the offseason and how they played last season. They already did like 30 games last season, and they got they got Hoarder. They got Monk. I'm like, they're definitely going to win eight more games. Like, they can't wait eight, game, eight more games. That's crazy. Mike is 40 bad. wins. Mike is bitter. We're not like big enough in his predictions, but like these are great. Pre- these are hard predictions to beat. 
like right now, Mike, if you was to predict, if you was to say my Titans are gonna go to the Super Bowl, not win, they may lose, they may win, but just going right now, right? And then next season starts and y'all start off slow and then y'all make it to the playoffs and then y'all win, y'all win, y'all win, y'all somehow make it to the to the Super Bowl. Speaky. You predicted it before the season started, and this was something nobody thought would could have could have came to fruition. If you would have said the Miami Heat are going to the NBA Finals, that wouldn't have been crazy. If you if you would have said when that the playoffs not. started that the Heat were going to the finals, I would have been like, hey, when the playoffs started, that one I'll give you. But you don't get because the they were in the because they, they were, were in the play. play-in. That they were in the play-in. They lost the, the first of the game of the Hawks. That would have been insane. And it would have been insane. It would have been, been crazy, crazy at the beginning of, of the year. If you would have said when the playoffs started, the Heat, but like you get no credit for the Nuggets because the Nuggets are the one seed. They are the favorite. They That's chalk. But that they is absolute the chalk. Fa- they weren't the favorites, though. That is that is what we're acting like. We're to in who? This Vegas, Vegas said they were the favorites. Yeah, out of the West, they were the favorites. Phoenix was the favorites. Everyone was picking Phoenix. Everyone's Don't sit here and act like for, everybody was picking Vegas. Phoenix. Except for Vegas. Nobody cares what fucking Skip Bayless says when when he picks fucking teams. Every we can go back. I can do the re- everyone was picking. No one was picking the Nuggets. No one was picking them. Well, I hate on I hate the Lakers. The Nuggets, so I were definitely a wasn't picking team. them. Like, what do we do? I act up Memphis. Like, this the reason horrible. why do you, you really want to understand the reason why Everyone nobody was picking was Denver? Picking Phoenix and nobody was picking that Denver was because they be were the not pick. the sexy pick. They are the one team every time they beat the Lakers in this series, it never was Denver is up 3 1 in the series or 3 0 in the series. Denver's up 2 0 in the series. It was always the Lakers are down 0 2, the Lakers are down 0 3. No, the, the Nuggets aren't sexy. Out nice game. <laughs> the Nuggets aren't a sexy pick. They are just the right pick. And you don't need them to be attractive or sexy. The The worst nightmare for the NBA is Denver being in the fucking finals. Because the casual fan isn't going to watch. They're going to lose money and revenue because nobody's going to watch Heat Nuggets besides like people who really like hoop. Stephen like, A. Smith it, called it. Like it's not. Was, it's not how who was dying for a LA um Heat finals. Not only because it would be a bubble rematch, it's LA and Miami. Nobody wants to. Not even uh, watch. Not even watch. Not even watch for because I think that it's gonna be a competitive, good series. But yeah, nobody's gonna go. Nobody's gonna go to Denver to see the game. Star power is lost. Gonna... Revenue yeah, is going to be lost. It's the nightmare's worst. It's it's Silver's worst nightmare. Having the Lakers get swept and then the Celtics about to get packed up. Like This is the worst thing. At least like, if the Lakers win, you have a like beautiful scenario anyway. You get bubble rematch, Jimmy Butler versus the fucking LeBron and Anthony Davis, or you get a tale as old as time. Lakers versus Celtics. Yeah, yeah. LeBron James going for his fifth ring, this time as a member of the Lakers, going against the Lakers' biggest rival. Like, it's narrative pushing, narrative just driven. Denver's not that. That's why everybody's going to pick against Denver. 
would you rather see the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals or Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Phoenix Suns just traded for this mega superstar to win it all? Blah 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 blah. Put them over the top. Make them a favorite. Narrative. Narrative because Phoenix isn't really good. Pack the fuck up. Clearly not because that team couldn't do anything outside of Devin Booker and Kevin Durant that series. So yeah. Denver's not the cute pick. It's the mid-girl you take to prom. (laughs) But she knows how to have a good time. She may not be a 10, but she knows how to have a great time. Girl with the braces, that's a little ugly duckling right now. It's going to turn into a swan. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait till she graduates. We love love (laughs) the duckling. Absolutely. Look at that, Mike. So no, you don't. You would got. I would have given you a ton of credit if you're like, "Yo, Miami's going to the NBA Finals." I'm like, "Yeah, fucking right. They couldn't even beat the Hawks." And then, bam, here they are packing everybody up. <laughs> I would be like, "Hey, Mike, Mike's got a got to fight for this beaky." But you did it. You went chalk. <laughs> you picked the blue bloods in the tournament. You picked nothing but one seeds. <laughs> you saw Duke, <laughs> North Carolina, and fucking Kentucky. You're like, I'm going. <laughs> Where's your Texas A&M's at, Mike? <laughs> He's upset. All right. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> it's, it's, it's subjective and it's biased. Mike, nobody, nobody here is against you. Only when it comes to March Madness are we against yeah, you. Yeah. yeah because, because you talk want, too much shit at March yeah, Madness. You want, want, want I one. We want the hot chip. Double, double hot <laughs> chip. Double down hot chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen, did it? Didn't happen. It did not. But no, we got Anthony's something that's gonna suffice stupid. for that. <laughs> we got an idea for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we we hope we hope we get that order. <laughs> when J- when James sent that message, I immediately looked at it. I goes, oh. <laughs> like I can't wait. <laughs> There's no running. Fuck that band. It's going to be a good time. I think that that's, I think he's, that's going to be 10 times worse than the hot shit. I can't wait. I think it's mainly because of it being Anthony. That's like, I'm not, I don't like, oh, oh, I can't wait. There's no running. There's no running. You know he's gonna he's gonna try. Of course he's gonna try. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you all the same thing I told uh, Mario and Mike at the barbershop. I see Anthony walk. He ain't running nowhere. <laughs> there, there ain't nothing going on there. But he was asking, he's like, "Can Anthony play basketball?" Like I don't know, but I seen him walk, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can just tell by the way he walked. But I don't think there's a there's anything happening. But who knows? Well. Yeah. Who know, we'll find out. Yeah, James, you can't, you can't, you, you can't, can't lose. lose that. You can't lose for like, the hood, for the streets. You cannot lose. Mario said, "You can't. You got to represent the hood, or you, or you can't come back." <laughs> got to represent third half. Mm-hmm. He said, "James, James barely even been out there, but he represented all of us at third half." <laughs> Not worried at all. 
I love that he accepted your challenge but ignored me. But he said he's dunk on you though. Yeah, he yeah. ain't doing that either. He ain't doing that. I'll get I'll get I'll get physical and dirty. I'm not getting dunked on. I'll elbow you in your fucking dick before you fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Hey, that's all honesty right there. I mean it is. It the second is I see him take off. Gone, you ain't doing that shit to me. You ain't gonna disrespect me in in Atlanta. Atlanta. I was, I was telling about, like, I don't. What if he is like? What if he's nice? Unbelievable in basketball. That's like, the one I, thing I've never seen him do. The only thing I know him playing is kickball. Like, <laughs> I, I, like my brain can't compute. Like James, I, I'm gonna be rooting for you because I want Anthony to fail, and it's gonna be hilarious. But if he hits two jumpers in a row, you might lose the crowd. You might, you might, you <laughs> might lose the crowd, James. If he hits two jump shots on you in a row, man, this audience might turn real. I'm telling quick. you right now, Roz is absolutely gonna be rooting for Anthony. <laughs> Roz is absolutely gonna be rooting for Anthony because he loves having Anthony in his back pocket. Yeah. He's gonna be like, oh, come on, Ant. You can't shoot that. Come on, Ant. <laughs> He's gonna be monologuing out loud. <laughs> no, Anthony, Anthony, with the t- he's gonna take two st- dribbles and go left. Go defense, defense. Anthony, you you can't use okay. your left hand, Anthony. Okay, Mister B Moore, I've got Come it. Come on, Ant. <laughs> if he hits uh, Roz with the Mister B Moore in person, I'm losing it. He I absolutely. He, I can't. Uh, he I he can't. better not. He better fucking not. Hey, uh, Mr. Beemore, this is a nice house you have. Yeah. I'll lose it. Lose That's it. exactly when he's going to use it, too. That's exactly when it's going to happen. Damn, Mr. Beemore, what do you do again? <laughs> Yo, uh, how much money do you make? <laughs> uh, better fucking not. I, I see. Like, that, would, I it would, shock, not. would it shock you? No. He just better not. Yeah. It would it shock you? Yeah, I'm not going off a shock or nothing. He he just better not. <laughs> but uh back to the game. I mean, I think he took my my bet over um over your bet to basically poke fun at you. You know how he does that with you, um, Dylan. Oh, I know. But, but he I also he think caught. that he did that because he doesn't he may think that I'm a lack a lesser opponent as well. And I give I give that off. A lot, yeah. A lot of people will look at me and they're, uh, "Can you play?" They look at me like that kind of thing. Oh, I get until until we're on the court. (laughs) And that's what uh, Mario said. Mario was like, "I don't know why they're playing," but you and Breezy need to play. You know, that'll be great. I was like, "Hey, we'll make that happen. That'll be fun." Yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll We'll get a game in there. But that's Anthony, I would, I, I was telling Mario and Mike, I was like, I don't know how good Anthony is, but I'm telling you right now, the second I hit two shots, I'm talking shit. And I'm gonna tell Anthony what I'm doing. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm dribbling twice and pulling up right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> beat me there, meet me there, whatever. I'm getting my shot off and I'm making it. <laughs> <laughs> Do as you please with that information. <laughs> do it. Do with it. You may. Do with it you may, because I just know I will meet you there. 
<laughs> I will be there whether you are there or not. <laughs> All I need to see is two in, and I will talk to. I don't talk when I play. Very rarely do I, unless it gets heated and we like we say things. But like with Anthony, I'm talking all the shit in the world because he brings it upon himself. See, he does. He definitely does. Oh, I can't wait. This would be such a fun, fun thing. What's next, Michael? Uh, well, we can, uh, well, since, the, I mean, by the time we do our show next week, the NBA Finals will be here. I'm still pretty sure it will be Nuggets Heat, but we can either preview the NBA Finals now or we could talk about the, uh, the WNBA. Or... Oh, it's looking at the sh- the biggest shot in Nuggets franchise history. I mean, he's Paul made cock behind his head like that. Oh. He made the one in what game two? Yep. Same thing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable shot. Like, say what you want about Anthony Davis getting cooked all game, but like, there was nothing differently he could have did there. Absolutely. Like, he even he high fived him. Like, I mean, that's a one. That's a Dirk Nowitzki. That is a prototypical Dirk ball behind the head, one-legged. It's a high five. Like, you can't do anything differently about that without just tackling homeboy off the three-point line. And he had two shots like that. He had one over LeBron in the second quarter. He had another one like that, too, yeah. Where that one wasn't even just a step back. He was just falling backwards. Huh? Like that's absolutely insane. Like he did that shot, and uh, Jeff and Gunny, he uh, <laughs> he's always wrong when he tries to <laughs> recollect things. I love Jeff and Gunny. He's a he's a Nick coach, Nick Legend coach, nineties. But that he he always gets stats kind of off just a little bit. But um, that happened in game one when the shot clock was going down, and he hit that shot, and that was the shot that he talked about in the uh, the post game conference. Um, meeting and stuff like that. So yeah, he made it a couple times, man. Where it was just like unreal buzzer beating shot, wasn't supposed to go in. High arcing. Oh my gosh, that this Nuggets team was just good. It's just good top to bottom. Whether they get a, a game where Murray is just going nuclear, or whether what Jokic didn't even play a good half. He did not play a good first half in the last two games. And he still finishes up with 24 with incredible shots and everybody involved. Like Bruce Brown, this whole series has been, was a killer. And and talking that talk. When you, you, I have a bone to pick with you. Me? Yes, you. Go ahead. When you said Bruce Brown is approaching Dylan Brooks territory, I wanted to fight you. I wanted to fight you because I love Bruce Brown. Yes. Bruce Brown has a special place in my heart because he is the best six foot four center in the NBA. 
because the way he set he plays pick and roll as the screener and the fucking and the roll man at six foot four, how he's always just in the best place, the right place at the right time. Every single possession is what you dream of for your role players. And then last year he turned himself into a 40% three point shooter. And when he was open in this series, he was knocking them down. He's the perfect like piece for a Jokic run to team. He's a good pick. He's a good fit, I should say. So you can take that fucking Bruce Brown slander and shut it. But you're you're looking at <laughs> from a perspective of can he play or not. I'm the a role player that's getting real chatty that better back it up. And I didn't he say always he, does. He doesn't always do. He did this playoff run. He does, but seriously, Bruce Brown been doing this for since he left Detroit. Since he left yeah. Detroit, and he got and a is, role. And this now is this what is he's his, been doing. What second or third team since then? So clearly, second he's team. Not, he's well, third, well, Detroit, Brooklyn, Brooklyn didn't bring him back. And they let him go get a contract, and look at him. He's an important role player, part of the seven man rotation in an NBA Finals team. Bruce Brown is a guy who plays winning basketball. He does all the little things. You need a guy like Bruce Brown. You need a guy like PJ Tucker. You need a guy who's just willing to get in the mud and get dirty. Right? Every team has it. Every team has one. And Bruce Brown is that guy. Man, fuck Bruce Brown. Whenever there was a play to be made, who was there? Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Best six four four center in basketball. We what are we gonna forget about the Bruce Brown game in like game five of uh the twenty twenty one uh second round against the Bucks where Bruce Brown had like thirty five off of nothing but cutting to the basket on pick and rolls and floaters. Ah, we love Bruce Brown. There's a couple there's a there's a couple uh net uh net alumni on this Denver Nuggets team. There's this Bruce Brown. There's uh, Uncle Jeff, and there's that fucking bum DeAndre Jordan. Wow. wow. Yeah. We hate DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. He's a bum. But here he is, collecting a check, about to collect a ring. He was on that Nets team at one point in time, right? He was. He was on the Nets team for three years. Because uh, his his friends were Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and uh, they were trying to play DeAndre Jordan instead of Jared Allen, and that's stupid. But hey, he got he got traded because James Harden, right? Uh no, he did he he got cut. DeAndre Jordan got cut. They didn't they didn't mesh at all. No, because yeah, DeAndre yeah. Jordan refused to play defense. He just found his way the fuck off that team. When James Harden is telling you to play defense or telling you how to play defense and rotate, that's a problem. DeAndre Jordan, another player just like Anthony Davis. I say this all the time. They did not benefit much from adding that additional weight. DeAndre Jordan, once once DeAndre Jordan added that additional weight to compete with Dwight Howard, his, his, his career his explosiveness and everything just yeah. left. 
and That's it's the, the same with Anthony Davis. Yes, yeah, the same with thing with Anthony Davis when when he put on that extra weight when he went to the Lakers is when he started to become very much injury prone. I mean, he was injury prone when he was on the Pel- Pelicans, but now where he's like always on the ground and stuff like that and always grabbing at his limbs and stuff like that. I just think that he's meant to be a lean stretch forward type of player him having that additional 50 to 60 pounds on his body and stuff like that, playing the five banging with these guys and stuff like that. It's just, it's not, con- it's not conducive to his, his style type. Even when he came into the league, he wasn't a big guy. Like he had broad shoulders, but he was a slim guy. It, like, you could say that about a lot of players when they came in, they were much smaller than they are as their career progressed and stuff like that. But even Dwight Howard, when he came into the league, he was a young guy, but he was very, very muscular and built up top. So, like, he all he had to do was fill in. Dwight came into the league with a semi-adult body. That yeah. doesn't happen. Like, Paolo, Paolo Bancaro came into the league with an adult body. Yeah. With a grown man body. When you can come into the league with a grown man body, you're already at an advantage. Mm-hmm. Ben Ben Simmons came in the league with a grown man body already. Yeah, like those yeah, guys. Same beat. size came in, same size. Like, and then you just add it on. It's the guys who come with the wiry frames who have a harder time. Mm-hmm. Which is by like I don't know how. Like I like Victor Wembanyama, and I think he's gonna be good. It's just it's gonna be impossible for him to fill in. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think it's gonna be impossible because I look at him like I look at guys like KP. Chris Porzingis, but he's injury prone too. But he filled in pretty he well in. over yeah, the he, years. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I don't remember him being as thin. No, as he was thin. Knicks. He wasn't. I remember him being thin, thin, but I don't remember him being that thin. thin. Yeah, he wasn't. Kevin this, Durant, this, he's but, Kevin Durant thin. Yeah, and he's like five inches taller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I said. I was curious to see how um, Chet. Uh, on the Holmgren, yes, on one. Thunder, him. He's a cautionary tale to me because if you remember, he touched LeBron one time and his body exploded. <laughs> it's, it's it's the Bull Bulls, it's the Chet Holmgrens, <laughs> it's the Victor Wembanyamas. They're all the same. They're just seven foot ball handlers who can just play. It's just they all have victory injury problems right now and they just can't fill in. Bull Bulls, what year three, year four? Now and he's yeah. still not really filling in correctly not really correctly it's just not filling in at all yeah he's not filling at all he's probably like 190 pounds it's so hard he he's 72 and he's probably like realistically like 240 250 and he needs to be close to like 300 pounds (laughs) 300 pounds yeah to fill in probably needs to be like 300 pounds yeah, for him to fill in, not even 300, I think that would be too much. That would be overkill. I think for him to fill in, he'd have to be at like 270, 280. And but then, then he's just, how do, where does it go? Yeah, where does that you, extra, yeah, where does that extra 40, 50 pounds come from? Because what, what is Embiid what is playing at right now? 270, 275-ish? I'm pretty sure he's under three. So. He's definitely under three. But he, a grown but man. Yeah, he's built. He's, he's a grown ass man. What does yeah. a Chet, a Bulbul, a Victor Wembanyama look at? Look like <laughs> as a grown man. Look like as a Barbecue grown man. Chicken. What they? What yeah. do they look like? <laughs> Barbecue chicken. That's what yeah, they look like, like. 
Because again, what Victor Wembanyama? I got to see a bunch of clips of fucking Kenny Lofton Jr. killing him down low. Yeah, Gen Zebo. Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> like killing Gen him down Zebo. low because he's getting knocked around because he's two thirty. Yeah, That's seven foot four. Very slim, man. Very slim. Yeah, he's he's. He's, he definitely is this about he's giving Kevin Durant but four inches taller for sure. Mm-hmm. And I and 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 I don't mean to like to 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 skew a little bit on the conversation, but I don't care what nobody tells me, man. Kevin Durant was on them roids when he was in Golden State, man, because he was much fuller when he was on Golden State, and then when he went from Golden State to Brooklyn, he thinned out tremendously. Well, yeah, he wasn't able to walk. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that happens. It happens when you're not able to to work out and do anything. Shit happens. But like Kevin Durant, what towards his end of uh, OKC too, he was he was starting to fill out. Yeah, just took forever. Literally, just took him forever. Yeah. What was crazy is his um he his recorded weight now and his recorded weight when he was in the state. It's the same. I can see that because him and Giannis weigh the same too. It's just it's, it's it it's just interesting to see because that's just the tale of biology. Yeah, it's literally genetics and biology to how you make up, how your body is made up, and what how far genetics can take you, because they literally weigh the same. But Giannis is a fucking meathead, an absolute meathead. Yeah, I mean body fat. Meat meathead is muscle bound. Oh, fucking... okay. I didn't know where you were going with that. No, he's a meathead. He he's pumping iron. He's in the gym. He's out there putting in work. I'm not saying KD doesn't, but I don't think uh, having all those muscles would be optimal for the type of player KD is. I don't, I don't think KD's lifting weights like that. If he is, he's KD doing would... for function. Yeah, I was he's doing it for lifts. explosiveness. He's not yeah. lifting heavy. He's lifting for bursts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anything, KD might be doing leg day a lot, but he might not With even those legs. Doing... Well, to keep it strong because he taught the the Achilles. He'll he was doing like that that fucking uh, stupid video of the Suns working out in flip flops in their jerseys after that one game, where they sit there and do the Bulgarian split squats like nonstop. That's probably what he does, but that is also an explosive exercise. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I have something before we move away from the NBA. Okay. Ahem. Dylan hit the music. Oh God. The official soy first team all him. Oh. We got it. We did it. I said last year that I think that the NBA needs to have like an all playoff team or an all playoff second team. And you know what? I decided that we we're going to do the all him team. And I have a couple of honorable mentions before we go forward with the honorable time. mentions first. Honorable mentions first. Because this list represents all of us. Oh, uh, so that's why I said it's the official soy first oh, team all it rever- him. <laughs> it represents all of us, and none of us had input on it. Okay, exactly. That's how I work. Uh, honorable mentions: Devin Booker, 
Devin okay. Booker with an honorable mention. He had a great playoff run, but then he fucking melted down an elimination game, and we can't have that. <laughs> we can't have that on my all-him team. Uh, yes, on your all-him team. On our all-him no, team. No, 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 no. We can't have meltdowns. Uh, num- honorable mention number I two. I hope this a precursor. Go ahead. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray had a, a honorable mention. Great playoff run so far, but I liked one particular point guard better than Jamal Murray in this run. So we'll start with him. First, at the point guard position on our official soy first team, all him, is New York Nick Jalen Brunson. I like it. Jalen Brunson gets first team all him unbelievable playoff run great i and i know you guys like this because he's a nick but i truly believe he was the best actual point guard of this playoff run the way he controlled the pace the way he got his shots he was unstoppable for two straight series unguardable got to everything he needed to be got everybody involved Jalen Brunson absolutely deserves to be first team all him, first team all playoff, whatever the fuck you want to be. Son. <laughs> like that, Jalen Brunson. Two years in a row. Two, yeah, years two years in a row. row. <laughs> Jalen Brunson balled, and he deserves all the credit in the world for that. So I don't want to hear the Dylan has Nick hate. Dylan has the no. Dylan loves Jalen Brunson. I got, Dylan, I, got a, I got a stat for that, though, while you're on, on the Jalen Brunson topic. You know, Jalen Brunson has more 30-point games in the playoffs than Kyrie Irving post-Cleveland. Look at that yes. stat. That's very true because he, what, his Celtics run didn't end well. Uh, he got uh, injured by Giannis. Uh, he got <laughs> hurt in the playoffs. Injured by Giannis. Bucks. Oh, my God. Then he got right. hacked. That he got packed up by Boston. You can say it. All right, shut the fuck up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We're moving on. Uh, This next pick should surprise nobody. But at my starting shooting guard for the official Soy first team, all him, is is Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves gets first team all him because he was also fantastic all playoff up until this point. If he had a bad game, it was not, like, a massive, like, blunder. But he was consistent. He was always there to be the third option on that Lakers team. And they, he made a few shots where it's like, yo, <laughs> he's in his bag. One shot particular yesterday, he was very reliable. And the shot he made yesterday, that wraparound on Aaron Gordon at the free yep. throw line. The behind-the-back step back. One off the mm-hmm. um, one leg fade away. Yep. All just one motion. Just wrapped around. Just pulled up. Bang. Yep. Austin Reeves has been fantastic all playoff. And he deserves his flowers. He deserves to get his bag. And I hope he gets paid. I do see what they're trying to pay him or saying projecting his contract to be. And that's fucking crazy. But <laughs> Austin Reeves is very, very good. And I hope he gets his bag because I'm not against anybody getting paid. If the Lakers were smart, they'd make him the priority. Because, man, that shit is great. Uh, Starting small forward on the official Soy first team all him. 
Hemi Butler. Hemi Butler. Butler. I don't think there's anybody else who needs to sniff this list at small forward because what Jimmy Butler is currently doing, what he has done, like starting in the play, the just to get into the playoffs, to get here, pack up the Bucks in five. His his game five against the Bucks, hitting that fucking tip in where he's literally like parallel to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Unbelievable! Big shot after big shot after big shot, going into MSG, winning game one, be getting hurt, coming back, playing great. That he didn't have play unbelievable that series, but he played. He was a driving force of that Heat team, and it showed. And then right now, what he's doing to Boston is just—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's perfect basketball. If. The, the the NBA Finals is literally about to have literally the two best players in the playoffs play against each other. And it's fantastic. And Jimmy Butler deserves every bit of praise he's getting. The mayor. Thank you. The mayor for Mike. Uh, Jimmy, Hemi Butler. First team, all him. How do you guys like this list so far? I think it's, it's pretty accurate. Right, it's a good, it's a good list. It's a good list. Not bad. It is this is a good list to be representing us? This next one, Mike's not going to be happy about at all, because uh, for the starting power forward on the all him team, I put Bam Adebayo. <sighs> I, I put Bam Adebayo. You don't like Bam Adebayo, Mike? Mike is salty towards Bam Adebayo. His illegal screens got him on this list. His illegal screens, his defense, his uh, constant fouling. I'll put my hand up. I will absolutely put my hand up and be like, yo, bam, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was wrong because at game one against Milwaukee, I hit the chat and was like, yo, does Bam Adebayo just suck now or what? Yes, you did. You absolutely (laughs) said that. And I absolutely told you you were crazy. And boy he's been great i had a i couldn't put i couldn't find it in me to put lebron james in on this i wanted to i was trying very hard to put lebron uh, on this list because of how good he played all playoff but his deficiencies from behind the arc were very loud for me to be like I, I kind of can't let this guy get in this 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 list. The first iteration of this list, unfortunately, I have to put Bam, who's been fantastic, fantastic up and down throughout this playoffs. It's, it's the consistency in which you play for this list. That's what we want. How I want all y'all to be consistent with your takes and with us. I want this list to be the same thing. So Bam gets the nod for. The starting power forward on this official soy first team all him and for the starting center it's Nikola Jokic there's no other answer no other answer but Nikola Jokic that broke the record for triple doubles in a playoff run yeah, uh, yeah. beating the, the Lakers in four yeah go ahead and pack the Suns up in what five six yeah Go ahead and moving on for the first <laughs> round. Yeah. Denver Nuggets going to the NBA Finals, sitting there waiting for this Miami-Boston series to get done. Yeah. For the win. That 
ladies and gentlemen, is the first iteration of the official soy first team all ham. Yeah. Wow, this is a good list. Now, is that soy as in like soy no gluten or is that soy as in Spanish? Because <laughs> it can't it's be soy, soy, as soy. speak on it. Can't soy, soy. soy speak on it. Can't speak on it. The official list of the Speak On It podcast. I'm glad I, I was chosen uh, to represent the podcast and making this list. But hey. Soy spelled S O I, huh? Terrible. Terrible. You No, you could say terrible. <laughs> That's a good list. Would there be anything you guys would change about this list? Donovan Mitchell got to go. Donovan Mitchell not on this list. Oh, I, oh honorable Mitchell. Oh, oh, honorable mention. Uh, Jamal Murray has to be on there, though, I think. That's fine. I, I chose to go with a couple other guys. It wouldn't be wrong to put him on there. I wanted to go with Reeves because I've been saying all playoffs that Austin Reeves is better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> So it wouldn't be a list that has Dylan influence on it if Austin Reeves wasn't on it. <laughs> Mike, don't shake your head. You know I moved on it. <laughs> He's been consistent. He's been great. All playoff. All playoff. And you can't say he hasn't been. Absolutely ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. Well, I spoke for the masses. You're welcome. We can move on. Because mm-hmm. uh, my mouse. Oh, yeah, we're going to need that if we're going to finally talk about BG being home before you welcome put that up. But before, before you can... Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I moved too quickly. It's just... I muted it so we could talk. Well, you don't have to mute it. I just... Wanted to put our our bandit our banner up that we had, but it's okay. It's okay. BG walking into the building. It was an emotional night. It was also. I I don't know about you guys. I don't know how I feel about the. I understand why they did it. They wanted it to start after the NBA playoff game. But an eleven o'clock start is rough. That's that's because this. They could have made this a much bigger deal and got a lot more eyeballs. They could they have just picked a day like where the NBA starts later. You could have had this game on sooner. You could have did, or like something. Like I don't I don't understand how you could possibly really like market this game during the NBA, like the, the conference finals. But because to start this game at eleven o'clock is rough. To start the game at 11 o'clock is tough. That doesn't do like the NBA WNBA already isn't giving no favors. So to start this game at 11 o'clock to do this and then the the Mercury coach coming out and be like, come on, L.A., you couldn't show up for BG. I was like, all right, you need to that's that's sit there. I get it. Like, stop. Like, I get it. I get what you're trying to do here, but you're not going to weaponize that to, like, get more people to just show up and get fake support. Exactly. You want organic support. You're not gonna try to guilt people into coming to see the WNBA. That's just wrong. And you so busy worried about them. How about you coach them up? Because why are y'all losing in her opening game when she played well? Like 
Chicago didn't want to win. Chicago didn't want to win that game. You let as the great uh, Denny Denny Smith. You let him off the hook. You had it where you you let him off the hook. Yeah, they could have. Oh, I think I have. Shout out! Uh, do you have the three pointer? I was gonna shout out to. No, me. I have her actual introduction. Oh yeah, let's play that. Let's play that. Yeah. This one, this one, there it is. And in center, standing six foot nine, the trailer. Welcome home, number 42, Ricky. Great moment. That's a good crowd. I don't know what the fucking coach is talking about. It wasn't a complete sellout. It yeah, wasn't a, but it wasn't a hundred percent sellout. That's what she was mad at. It was uh, it was about eighty-five to ninety percent full. Oh fucking well! Like that's better than all the attendance will be in the WNBA games. Like, why are we? Why? Easy, easy, easy. It's true though. Like, I'm not gonna shit on the WNBA or anything because we know what it is. Facts don't care about your feelings, but like, that's the best you're gonna fucking get. Is it not? For a regular yeah. season game, that is the best you're gonna get. Like, cause well, I guarantee the next game isn't gonna be that pack- packed. Nope, it's gonna probably be like forty percent less. Like, we gotta be real here. Like, again, I love basketball. I support the WNBA. More, like, you're not gonna get this unless more people support. You, it's gotta be organic. You can't force people to watch something they don't want to watch. Even if they are closed-minded and don't want to watch. Like Ross. Yeah, Ross, Ross is closed-minded <laughs> when it comes to the WNBA. But, like, again, it's the same thing I say. I was like, there's some WNBA basketball that's unfucking believable Like, Miss Brianna Stewart. Stewart. Oh, I'm... Oh, uh, here we go. Still, silly. Yeah, we'll we'll show. It to, by the way, James is gonna hate this, but shout out to the Liberty for this new fire court that they have this season. You know who you could play, who you could uh, give credit to? Who? Josiah. That court is fire. I saw that court. I was like, oh, we spending money. Okay. I love the way the court looks. It has the statue of James. See, when you pay attention to detail like I do, you'll notice that at the bottom, it has the Statue of Liberty. That's what those points are at the bottom. It's supposed to be the Statue of Liberty because that's they're called the Liberty because they're in New York statue. All right, Mike. Just, just James doesn't pay attention to those things. But yes, yeah, Stewie came out in her Hey, I'm doing it back. Was that her on the bench? That's that her on the bench. Sue back there. On the bench. Stewie came out dropping buckets, 45 on Indiana in their home opener as they just obliterated Indiana. After, so funny, funny story. Me and Dylan both, no, Dylan, you brought it up. I was, I watched the, uh, their their opening game. I watched it. And I was Liberty, about watching it, but I watched I, it. <laughs> the Liberty promptly got packed the fuck up in their, in their first game. And I was sitting here. I think Dylan was a little more concerned than I was. 
But I wasn't really they, concerned. I was just like, eh. they but then you're like, oh. got packed up. And I like, was like, she scored 45. I'm like, well, good. She scored 12 her first fucking game. So, <laughs> and then she promptly scored 45. And the Liberty like, won their second game by like 30. So mm-hmm. it's 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 like I said. There's some games where you have great basketball, where you get like your aces, the uh, the Phoenix Mercury, fucking uh, New York Liberty, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you get most other WNBA games, which are just bad basketball. <laughs> well, I think there's 12 teams in the league. I would say, yeah, and a quarter eight, of them play good basketball. I would say eight are good, and then there are four that are not yeah. good at all. Yeah, I think you're being generous. I think you're being a little overly generous. I think maybe four are really good, <laughs> and then the rest are just not. Mm-mm. I would disagree. There's tears, like in the NBA. There's there's good, there's not good, and there's, there's horrible. There's teams that can win the championship. There are teams that are right there, and then there are the others. The problem is there's only 12 teams in the league. Yeah, so, and like, outside of those four, the rest are the others. No, I think this, like I said, there's four that can win a championship. There's probably two that are that need like what Miami is doing right now to happen. And then you have, and then the other six are fringe between bad and rebuilding. There are a couple teams, like that Indiana team is not good at all. Horrid. They're they're not good at at all. But, you know, once the playoffs come, they're gone. So, you know, we get good basketball. The WNBA playoffs are amazing. They're amazing every year. Like I try to tell Roz, they're amazing every year. But you know, they're not dunking, so they can't play. Yeah, to Roz. yeah I, I, I don't. I was gonna say I didn't know if you wanted to repeat his statements to, and I didn't want to offend our, our, our audience. So he's ridiculous. But like, it's okay to criticize the WNBA the way, like. Not the way I do it, but like, listen, there's good basketball and there's bad basketball. A lot of it's bad, but you got to find the good. But to say that they can't play because they to can't say they can't play, play is, is not nice. That's disingenuous. To say that they're, I'm not watching until they start dunking, I'll be watching. I'll start watching. Like, that's until crazy. they start doing 360 windmills and stuff like that. It's insane. And I have a friend that is the same exact way. And I'm just like, bro, because how, how many times yeah. has that happened in the NBA game? Yeah, so that ha- that happens every game, right? Because yeah, I missed the one that happened tonight. Did you see the one that happened tonight? <laughs> I didn't see it happen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed it. It's absolutely yeah, no. ridiculous. Like you, the, the game of basketball can be played without all the fucking freak athleticism. It can be a much more pure game. And it's a very pretty game when it's like that. When done correctly, just don't watch the fucking Indiana Fever. And like, it's only going to get better because. Angel Reese is coming. Kate yeah, Clark the problem with Angel Reese, she needs to spend as much time in the in college as she can because she's making millions right now. Yeah. She's making millions and she's going to be taking a crazy pay cut to be covered in the WNBA. Caitlin Clark is coming. Like, it's going to be a boost. It, it will be a boost. The new commissioner of the WNBA is trying to bring the excitement from March Madness into the WNBA, which I don't understand that either because millions of people watch the women's March Madness at Final Four and none of them translate to the WNBA, which makes 
no sense because it's the same girls. It's the same girls just in a professional league and they don't watch, but I, I will get off my soapbox. Coaching. Get better coaches. I mean, they've got one right now. Well, one. They've got a couple. There's a couple. Coaches. They got a couple, but like you want better product, get better coaches, have better talent development and like scouting departments to do these things and actually like take care of the players so they don't have to go any, overseas to do that stuff. But resources. you can only do that if you make money and, and you, you can't reallocate the revenue. And Joe Sai, he cares. Joe Sai is the one is the lone owner in the WNBA who's like, yo, why don't we just charter flights and not let them like fly like coach? Like, what are we doing? Like, let's invest into these guys. Ah, no, we don't want to. Like, you have the TV contract. Like, invest the the resources so you can make the revenue, and then reinvest the revenue to help the talent. Like. You operate in the red every year. Figure it's it out. Hard. It's not hard. But yeah, Broke shout out game. to BG. Shout out to BG. Uh, me and Dylan will be back for our, our <laughs> inevitable Aces versus Liberty WNBA Finals prediction. <laughs> 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 Pack them up. Let's go, Libs. <laughs> Uh, me and Dylan will at some point this year go to a Liberty game. I really want to go. I also want to go be courtside next to Kara Wusai. Kai is not on the team no more, Dylan, so I won't get kicked out. <laughs> I won't get kicked out. He's gone. It's, there will be nothing for me to get kicked out for. Kyrie's gone. It's going to be good. What were you going to get kicked out for if Kyrie was there? I was going to be yelling at him. Oh, uh, yeah, right. going to be heckling Kyrie. Did be- you see Kyrie at the Laker game? I did. Was that a trauma? Insert move? nightmare fuel for Roz <laughs> now. Like, was that a troll? That boy move? a Laker. That boy I, a Laker. I peeped that. I, I, and I was like, man, I don't know what Kyrie's doing, but he, he was there. Uh, the one thing I, this, I was like, boy, that boy sure loves some attention, though, because he knew exactly what he was doing sitting front row. But, Kyrie on the Lakers changes that team. I that that Lakers My team is God. nasty. We're, we live in a world where where NBA players can't go to NBA games in the offseason. But of, that, uh, James, of I understand teams. that. James. But when Kyrie was trying to go to the Lakers, exactly. and like that's the thing. The, the Damian Lillard thing is me pushing a narrative. The Kyrie Irving thing is absolutely like a thing. They were you know, saying the same exact thing all day today about Trey Young. Oh, Trey Young was at the game six with his agent Rich Porter, Rich Paul, and, and the Rich Paul and LeBron connection, and they're gonna definitely be seriously chasing after Trey Young. And uh, come on, man! Just because he went to a damn game, it was game six. It was elimination. I mean, game four of elimination game. It was a game four elimination game for LeBron. Does he get swept? Come on, man. This is this was a big game. A lot of people were in the building. Trey Young could actually just be there to be a fan. Kyrie Irving motives. Same thing with Dame, right? Da- well, Dame is a narrative. Dame was a narrative to be pushed. Come on, James. You you know what Kyrie was doing. Don't, no, don't I think do I do. I think he was there you to watch the game. 
Oh, oh, oh. oh God, James. You I think know what he there to watch the game. I'm not, right. giving, I'm not giving rollout to every single scenario of every player. The thing is, like, I was saying this before he went to the game that Kyrie's going to be a Laker. So it's just, he just popped up there. They needed a guy like Kyrie last night. Probably should have been a Laker. But hey, Nets weren't going to move him where he wanted to go. We'll just get what Matt Ryan back in a trade, right? <laughs> right. But now, like everybody else going to games, whatever. I'm pushing that Damian Lillard narrative, but Kyrie, Kyrie going to end up being a Laker, and then we're going to have to watch Roz backpedal after yeah, saying. Wait. Oh, that's going to be a wonderful person with his character can't be on his team. Where's your moral high? I can't wait. Moral high ground. We love it. Because he's absolutely going to be ready for the Lakers and Kyrie. Mm -hmm. And he's not going to say shit. He's going to let it happen. My favorite. And then here's your your friendly neighborhood accountability buddy. Pop in there like, hey, Ross. (laughs) How you like Kyrie Irving until he plays twenty games? Until until something hap- inevitably happens, which was my point to him before the season started. He goes, "Oh, we we'll take a team with Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis would be insane." I was like, "Yeah," and then they all play twenty games total <clears throat> because they all are either hurt, just made of glass like Anthony Davis, or just figure out a way not to play games. So, do we live in a world? Where the Lakers trade Anthony Davis in a sign and trade for Kyrie. Because if you're Dallas, I might look into that. Do we live in a world where the Lakers where the Knicks try to trade for Anthony Davis? No. And how do Nick fans feel about that? Because I feel like that's the only trade they could make where Nick fans would be mad about getting rid of Julius Randle to get Anthony Davis. Not because Anthony Davis stinks, but because he's always just fucking hurt and it's useless to not have him play basketball. They'll realize how good Julius is then. How reliable he is then. Man, that's one thing. I saw that today and I was like. But Anthony Davis on Dallas with Luka? It would just be what the team is now because Anthony Davis just doesn't play basketball. But what about when he's on the court? Probably great. It'll just be, we've already seen this because I've watched LeBron James play with Anthony Davis. So, like, I know how this works. <laughs> like, they're very they're very similar in how they play, except Lucas shoots more threes. So, we'll see how they do it. But, again, Anthony Davis doesn't like playing center. But I thought Luca plays like James Harden. Similar. Well, what he doesn't the way he facilitates an offense is very LeBron James. Like the way he be going ISO and shooting all them fucking step back threes, very James Harden. Uh huh. So because he shoots step backs, he's James Harden. But the rest of his game is LeBron James. He's a lot of players. Uh-huh. You can say he's Larry Bird. Uh huh. There's a lot of comparisons to be made. I don't. Luke, I, I just see um, James Harden commits a lot of fouls, gets to the free throw line, gets mm-hmm. a lot of assists, step back threes, 
Usage rate is very high. LeBron's usage rate all of is it. Also very high. No, but I, I see all of it. But, like, you can't say Luka doesn't play like James Harden would be wrong. It's irresponsible. Disingenuous. We're, we're throwing out these four-syllable words a little much tonight, guys. You guys relax. R- relax. It is. It's irresponsible to the brand. Disingenuous to the brand as well. Michael, it's not sincere. Yeah, I know what the word means. I know what the word means. <laughs> Hit the like, share, subscribe button, and a notification button so you can hear these guys throw out these college words all the time. All the time. <laughs> every episode, where every episode will have a word of the day, and we'll see how many times they can use it. We're on all your streaming platform sites, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Twitch, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Uh, we, we, got, we got some time to talk about Fight Night. Because the chat what? was kind of talking. After this fight, yeah, I like I know I know how James thinks, and I I don't think James is wrong. Uh, I know how Mike thinks. I, I I I or actually I don't really know how Mike thinks. How do I think? You you said uh, you can't let the champ like you can't just go in there into a fight against a champ and not put him away. So like, Haney wins. You can't you can't not do it. Correct. That's not what you said. Oh, yeah, along yeah, those yeah. lines, yeah. I don't remember what Mike said. Loma so. won, and that was bullshit. Why? Loma won eight of those rounds. Why? <clears throat> I mean, why? He won the rounds. Why he did he win? Control- why do you think he, he controlled won? the pace? He landed more punches. He threw more punches. He landed at a higher percentage. He controlled that fight. Haney fought in spurts. Haney spent most of his time counterpunching. That's kind of how you how that works. The problem is, for me, Loma didn't connect enough on his power shots. And Haney did a really good job of actually not getting hit a ton in a lot of these exchanges but that go through. How, how can we say that when he still landed at a lesser, at a worse rate? Than no, Loma yeah, I know. Yeah, it's possible for you to be Loma, a counterpuncher and still miss. No, but I'm saying Loma was avoiding all the punches. No, exactly. But Loma was also throwing a bunch of punches as well. Like a lot of the punches that they said connected, I don't feel did. Because I well, thought Haney well, got we, out of the we, way. We, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I I don't know what to tell you that. Like, I don't think Haney it, really it got says hit. He landed, it says he landed. You don't think he got hit. So I then then you're saying the stats are invalid. No, I'm not saying they're invalid. I may disagree with them because there's even in the exchanges that were uh, showing up here, there's a lot of punches being thrown, and there's a lot of a lot of the time it looks like Loma's hitting him, but most of the time he's hitting the body and Haney's rolling with it. Except that, except for that one right there where he got fucking cleaned. But a and lot that, of it are just that, and that he rolled off that one. That's the thing. He's rolling these punches off. But like, I get it, right? I don't like how heavy 
the the commentators were on Loma's side because they were Which, riding uh, that meat. You you got to listen to Timothy Bradley and I so um, and, then, and then Max Kellerman. My, my uh channel that I watched the fight on was uh-huh. the uh, the actual top rank pay per view, mm. and it was actually heavy leaning towards Haney. Yeah, the e- the ESPN one was heavy Lomachenko, heavy. So, I did and not. I did not get to hear that, so I. Can't, I didn't understand I it. Like I couldn't speak on it. I didn't understand it. I was like, "This fight is way closer than these than the announcers are saying." Like I don't understand it, and that's where it's like I get why Haney won, because I don't think Loma did enough to win. So you think Haney won seven rounds? Yeah, uh, obviously he would have had to. Like I don't, I don't. When you're the champion, you have to lose, and I don't think he lost. I think he lost, and I think he lost more rounds. All you have to do is win more rounds, which yeah. I think Loma did convincingly. Like I said, eight rounds. If you want to say seven five, okay, I give you seven five, but. I have a hard time. I can't wait till the replay comes on so I can watch it again. Do I think Shakur Stevenson beats the shit out of Devin Haney? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um my 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 gripe was even though I say that uh as as champion and being the contender, you gotta put the champion away. I also thought that it wasn't a unanimous decision for Haney. Yeah, that's crazy. That was, I thought it was a split. Yeah, it should have been a split. And in the worst case scenario, it could have been a draw. But I don't even think it was a draw. I just think that it was a split decision because it was very close and it could have went any way. Um it, it could have been like it was gonna either be two three points to one play, one fighter or two three points for the other. Mm-hmm. But for it to be a unanimous for Haney was just a complete smack in the face saying trying to push Lomachenko out. That's all it really was. I feel like they're trying to push him out and they're trying to push Haney up because Haney is going to be the one to get the big money fights for the who's to come. Mm-hmm. It's just the thing boxing does to just pack people up and just push dudes along. It sucks, but like, hey, boxing's a, a dirty, dirty little sport that does these things. But no, I don't. It, the, when I saw a unanimous decision, I was like, "Huh?" When well, I saw unanimous, I was like, "I was surprised." I thought it would be a split because I thought it was close, and they were gonna trying to steal some rounds for Haney. When they said unanimous, I and me all oh, Loma won. They 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 got it. Oh, and then when I heard the one sixteen one twelve, oh yeah, Loma definitely won because ain't no way you gonna sit here and tell me. Lomachenko only won four rounds in that fight. Like, what fight were you watching? Like, I yeah, I. What, boxing he, refs are the worst. I mean, judges are the worst. He, one of those judges gave Haney the tenth round, and I feel like he should be disbarred from judging because he beat Haney like a. Most of those clips that you showed, 
in that thing was from the 10th round when he mm-hmm. beat Haney up and actually had him hurt. One of the few times in a fight, either one of them was hurt. But he caught Haney and had him hurt in the 10th, and you gave that round to Haney. I thought it was a bad decision. Like, on the on the top-ranked broadcast, they were saying they were surprised because Haney's father, his trainer, was telling him that he was winning, telling him that it was going great, and they were agreeing with him. Yeah, Loma's got to step it up. Loma's not doing anything. He's They were actually saying he's just missing. Haney's landing hard punches to the body, and I don't think Loma slowed down at all, which is crazy because – Laney did land some great body punches in that fight. That's a big gripe I have with corners in general in fighting, whether it's MMA or boxing. Don't just say shit for the sake of saying shit because the fighter's going to take that and, like, back off. Okay, I can rest this round. I can do this. No, like, there's no sense of urgency if you do that. Yeah, tell your fighter they're losing the whole fight. Unless he's up, like, 10 to 1. Unless he's up, like, 10 to 1. It's like, all right, just don't get knocked out. Tell your fighter they're losing the whole fight. Don't lose your shit, Mike. Lose your shit, Mike. Twelfth round, we're getting out of it. The Floyd Mayweather, you've won. You know you won. Like, nah. Tell your fighter you're gonna gonna leave your fight in the hands of people you don't know, and a puncher's chance as well. That's why you don't go out there and do something stupid. No, you go out there to win. You you apply the pressure. You get your points. You move. You Do the real Floyd step. thing. Don't avoid getting punched. Just tap, tap, tap. But no, Jack. you don't need to tell. Don't don't tell your fighter you're fucking winning. That shit's trash. That shit can all change in a round. I hate that shit. You're winning the fight. You're winning the fight. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're not winning this fight. Clearly not. Do you guys buy the narrative that Haney looked like he lost and he looked like the loser until they announced his name and he looked surprised because he knew he lost. <laughs> he... I, I, I love that stuff. That stuff's funny to me. I heard that narrative, but I didn't see it. And if it is true, it reminds me of uh it reminds me of Roy Jones when he first beat Antonio Tarver when he almost lost and he thought he was gonna lose that fight when it came down to the decision. And, and Roy Jones, you can see the defeat in his face until they said Roy G. He goes like this. He's like, <laughs> so nervous. But man, I love it, yeah, man. Boxing, boxing's in a fun place. I just hope that the the people who run boxing and all the judges and the shit don't fuck up this fucking uh, Crawford Spence fight. That James still doesn't think it's gonna happen. Which I am I now. That fight ain't happening. They're going to pull a Pacquiao Mayweather on that fight. That fight ain't happening for another five years, ten years. They're going to be old. One of them is going to be old. That's extreme. He's not wrong. I just hope it doesn't happen July 29th. I just, I was not happy about that day. Can we, can we make that when we're all like in Atlanta? Can we push that back a couple weeks? (laughs) That would be, that would have been great. Isn't there a UFC fight that weekend? Yes. Aljamain, Aljamain. Oh yeah, Aljamain, Aljamain. Oh. Can't wait, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be wonderful. I want to give a shout out to my man Mellow 
great career. I know it was, it was a jump of uh, of segments and sports and stuff like that, but bounce back to sports, man. Hard lap. Boxing is a sport. Yeah, I mean, back to um, basketball. Sweet science. Yeah, man. My man, Melo. Great, great career. Great career. I'm a, tape. You may not know this about me. I'm a massive Carmelo Anthony fan. I don't even want to hear it. I, don't need, I, I don't wore 15 it. because of Carmelo Anthony. Mike, uh, do you want to hear it? Nope. I love Melo. So, congratulations on the end of your career, sir. Big Melo fan. Stay Melo with the seven. <laughs> you want to know what sucks? Is Shut up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, like Denver has Carmelo Anthony who wore 15 and now Jokic who wears 15. Yeah. It's so an situation. Because it's the same, thing for, same thing for Ray Allen. He wore 34 and Giannis wore 34. Such a shit. Well, he didn't do as much in Milwaukee. He didn't. He didn't want He wasn't going to get his jersey retired by Milwaukee, but he Not was Milwaukee. fringe. He was fringe with Milwaukee. He mm-hmm. had a better chance with Seattle than Milwaukee. Much but better. Now, but now that Giannis, he's never going to. That's Giannis. Never going to do it. Where in Denver, you yeah. literally had all-time great Carmelo Anthony Western Conference Finals run. Like you say what you want, unbelievable. And then you get like, well, now I have Nikola Jokic, who also wears this same number. We probably should have like. Stop that. Him that number. <laughs> yeah. If we thought we were going to retire that number, maybe we should have uh, stopped it. But I think once he left Denver and how he left Denver, they're like, fuck this guy. That's why That's why I said in the chat that he wasn't getting his number retired by Denver. He's going to get his jersey retired by the Knicks. Again, I'm not against it. I just sounded like you were. No, 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 no. I just asked why. That's it. That's all I did. I asked why. And then I was like, he doesn't have any like major records. He doesn't have anything like he won what one playoff series. Yes. Yeah, like it's a serious question because it's like, yeah, like if you guys want, if the Knicks are put him in the in the rafters, go right ahead, right? That's he was important for Nick fans in that period, and I get that. But then it's like, if you really look into it, it's like, why would you put him in the rafters? When it's like statistically, what what did he do? But I get it. I was just asking why. Because. Because, and that's where yeah. that's getting. Uh, that's uh, but that's just being real. That's all. That's all you need to know is because. Where it's like if if the Nets were like, "Yo, we're gonna put Kenyon Martin in the rafters," I'd be like, "Fucking why? Why would we put Kenyon Martin in the rafters?" Yeah, we had two finals runs, but like he didn't like he left. He didn't do shit. He left. Why would you put him in there? If you're gonna tell me you're gonna put Richard Jefferson in the in the Raptors, be like, okay, well, at least at one point he was the franchise's all-time leading scorer. I get it, and he was also part of a finals run, and was a twenty-point a game scorer again, all franchise all-time leading scorer at one point. I get it. You're gonna tell me Brooke Lopez is gonna be Jersey retired now Talk that Kyrie's now that Kyrie's not gone. He has a great chance of getting 11 put in the rafters. Top three franchise's all time leading scorer. He Check. has that. Top five rebounding. Check. 
I believe he's in the top five in blocks as well. He is. He was a good shot blocker. Check. Check. He was a good shot blocker. Check. Top three net ever. It's Jason Kidd, Julius Irvin, Brooke M. F. Lopez. (laughs) Garrett Coleman, Buck Williams. Brooke M. F. Lopez. No. Top three net ever. He's not top three. He's not more important than DC was. <laughs> he's not he's not more important than fucking Drazen Petrovic because Drazen was a baller. Did nothing. R.I.P. Did nothing. R.I.P. What do you, what'd he do? Did more than Brooklyn. What'd he do? Sad you know what he did? Sadly, he passed away. That's what he did. Fuck off. That's, That's rude. That's rude. Sad. Sad That's truth. Rude. Brooke Lopez is a net great. Legend. He is a net great. Yeah, I'm a hater, net. but he is legend. a net great. Not legend. We don't legend. Do he, is, he is a legend. legend. He's top three. He's not top three. In franchise history. He's top not. Three net franchise ever. And, and he's history. got the numbers to back it up, Mr. Facts and Stats. He's and got the numbers. Derek Coleman. Derek Coleman is Mr. Net. Buck Williams is sitting on the bench. That's franchise history. Means Buck Williams? No, yeah, no. Buck Williams comes off the bench. Buck Williams does not come off the bench. Being in the he association, all time starting, (laughs) the Nets all time starting five. Buck Williams comes off the bench. No, Buck Williams is bench. No, Buck Williams is arguably the starting power forward. Buck Williams. It's just a yeah. Then you put he doesn't have any any stats to, against Brooke, Brooke Lopez. It's just an enforcer. The, the heart and the heart and just soul a, just of the next that you just said. Yeah, but Buck, but Buck was a better player than Derek Coleman. Derek Coleman was just Mister Net. Kenny Anderson. How was Buck better than than Derek Coleman? And he only got rebounds. Tell me. He got rebounds. That doesn't make him better. Doesn't make him better. Doesn't make him the heart and soul of the team. Buck is coming off the bench, Dylan. Off DC the my bench. Guy. Off the bench. If, if you had to start cut bench, he'd be cut. He would be cut. <laughs> I would kind of cut. <laughs> exactly. Cut. He'd be cut. Show ass off the bench. You don't make it. It's Jason Kidd. If you want to put Brooke Lopez is not three. If you want to put Richard Jefferson's bum ass at the two, you can put him at the two. Dr. J. Why would I? Why would I put RJ at the Let, two when Vince Carter played for the team? Yeah, absolutely right. Get Richard Jefferson's fun <laughs> ass out of here. Jason well, Kidd. Who's playing the three? Vince Carter, Julius Irving. Okay, I forgot about Julius Lucius Harris. <laughs> That's just playing the three. Derek Coleman and Brooke M. F. Lopez. That's a that good five. At your, your Nets all-time five. That's a good right five. There. That's right a good there. five. That's a modern day five. Because you yeah, got DC a, who who can rebound and shoot five. the three. That's a modern day five. He can't. DC is one of them OG uh, stretch fours. But he'll, he'll punch you in the face. And he'll punch you in the face. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Out of Syracuse University. Syracuse. Yep. Derek Coleman. Brooke MF Lopez. Net legend. <laughs> MF. This is better than this show. MF Lopez. All right. 
I love love that out of everything we've ever done, Mike has decided to censor himself when talking about (laughs) (laughs) Brooke M. F. Lopez. So, uh, where do you guys rank Carmelo Anthony as a Nick all time? Uh, we're not doing this, though. No, I'm just doing this. No, no, no. This is me out of here. No, this is not any hate. Like, I'm just asking from the Nick fan perspective, two guys who are Carmelo Anthony fans, where he ranks all-time Nick. That's all I'm asking. As an all-time Nick, he's top 10. But if you do that starting five, like I just said, he starts. At the three or the four? Definitely starts. Three. Depends. He could start either. That's that's where it gets funny because I I would want to start him and Bernard so I don't know how I would play that but then I got Earl Monroe so I don't I don't know how that lineup it gets cluttered right there but Melo has start. to start Melo has to start so I mean Earl of Pearl might have take, to sit I'll out. take Bernard off the off the off the bench you'll take Bernard, Bernard yeah yeah I'll take him off the bench because he doesn't need to warm up he's like the microwave true true I'll give you that James sure. James always thinks I'm up for something. I just want asking for for realsies. No, because you're a Nick hater. I'm not a yes, Nick hater. I just are. put Jalen Brunson first team all. all you know, like Jalen Brunson before he became a Nick. Trolling. And so and that, I was liking him consistent. while he was on the Knicks. I gave Jalen Brunson his flowers all year. Mm-hmm. If what I really said, if I really hated Jalen Brunson, I would find a way to shit on him. Like when you said that Jalen Brunson didn't equate to four or more wins for the Knicks. <laughs> At the beginning That's of the year, me being a hater. Yeah, it's me being a hater. No, that's actually Clock. me just trying to piss you off. <laughs> and and it like should for everything. It should have resulted in a speaky for me, but grasping yeah. at straws. You know, hashtag forty two wins. Grasping at straws. You know, everybody knew the Knicks were going to go to the playoffs. And everybody knew that. But, no, Mike. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, nobody thought. So, all right. So, top ten, top ten, Nick, and he's in that starting five. Probably seven, six or seven, six or seven, somewhere. He's somewhere in there because I can't put him over Pat Willis, Clyde. That's the three. Those three don't move. You put them in whatever order you want, but it's them three, and then after them three, then you got. King, Mello, DeBusher, Pearl, like then then those guys come to come to the table with Mello. So See, this is what this is where me and Mike differ because we're we're two different type of Nick fans. The Dave DeBusher and Willis Reeds can get the fuck out of here. Yeah, James, they can for get some reason, out of here. James does not like any of those guys, Dylan. He doesn't like they any can, of them. Go. Like, like they didn't win two rings, like they didn't pack up Jerry West and Will Chamberlain. Like they didn't pack them dudes up. Mike, like, like, like everybody Reed else wasn't already doing well. That. Willis Reed didn't play well. What the fuck? <laughs> like Jerry West and Wilt weren't getting packed up by everybody. <laughs> yeah, nine straight, <laughs> nine straight finals and no wins. Like, come on, for Jerry West. But um, listen, listen, Willis Reed. Did not play well in those finals, Mike. Even with the injury, he came out, scored the first bucket, scored another bucket down the rug. He had four points that game. 
that everybody talks about. Oh, he came out the locker room. Came out the locker room. Four points. Wow. Clyde Watt Frazier had put on the greatest, 34 points. He put on the greatest game seven in NBA history. Exactly. Yeah. So, yes. like, I'm I'm sick of everybody giving Willis Reed Clyde's praises. They give it to they give it to Willis Reed when it was really Clyde that won that game. So I don't give any respect for Willis Reed, man. I don't give even, it even though Clyde gives respect to Willis Reed. Clyde because that was, his shit Reed? that was his captain. Is he of supposed course. to out there be like, yo, fuck Willis Reed? <laughs> that was his no. captain. No, he said that Willis. Gave them the inspiration and it drew the attention onto Willis and Clyde went crazy because of it. He says this. I've seen him say it multiple times. That's bullshit. He credits Willis's impact on the floor. Just his presence made the game easier for him. He said this. Now, if you want to no, call Clyde I, I a liar, call Clyde a liar. But I, and hey, I'm caught and I'm calling bullshit. And I've called bullshit. Yeah, call Clyde a liar then. I can only go with the man said. I can only go with the base. I go off of what I see because I watch the game and I go from people that watch the game live. I've spoken to my father, I've spoken to your father, and they're both Nick fans. And, and they I, are just not... I just want you yeah. to know that that finals, that game seven that you're shitting on him for, mm-hmm. he, he was the finals MVP. Just 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 so you know, just so you know, he, he didn't do anything, he didn't just talk about game seven. But he was the finals MVP for the series. So, bro, I, I, hey, hey, you know, whatever. It's a finals MVP. It means nothing. It means, means doesn't mean a thing. Doesn't mean a thing. Go ahead. Go, go off. He, he stinks. Fucking go ahead. The big ahead. gipper. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. A mythical figure. That's what it was. That's what it was that game, that series. That's what it was. And that's why he got MVP. Him coming out of the locker room after getting injured automatically, they, they went back there and stamped his name on the trophy for him walking out. <laughs> oh, man. That is – that's wild to me. It's wild. So, all right. So, James, list your 10. It's wild. 10, Nick. Oh, man. In order? Sure. Or just in general. Because you probably have your three and then you have just everybody else. Ten. I'm going to go with Apache Hewen. Clyde Frazier. Earl Monroe. Um, what's my guy's name? Larry Johnson. Uh, Michael Ray Richardson. Uh, Carmelo Anthony. What's that, four? It's five. It's five. Um, uh, 
John Starks. Ew. <laughs> I got I'm putting I'm putting spark plug in there, man. Like he's he's polarizing for the Knicks. If, especially if you ask if you ask multiple Knicks fans about the dunk and all type of stuff like that, he's polarizing. Spark plug. Yeah, spark yeah, plug, man. Taylor Swift. Who's Taylor Swift? John Starks. No, that's that's spark plug. Who the hell is Taylor Swift for John Starks? John, John Starks. Uh, my my comparison that Beyonce is Michael Jordan and John Starks is Taylor Swift. Okay. Fan base overrates him, even though he's just kind of mid. He was not kind of mid in the nineties. In the nineties. And when you think of East Coast guards in the 90s, it was Jordan, Reggie Miller, John Starks, Drop Gary off. Payton. Huh? In the East, it was, it was Jordan, Reggie, John Starks. John Starks was mid. So was Gary Payton mid? Gary Payton was in the East at that time? No, I'm sorry. You're right. It was not in the East. In the East. Because all the other it? guys were in the West. Because Mark Price is a point. Kendall Gill played for Jersey. Uh, we don't talk about Kendall Gill. <laughs> Kendall Gill. All right. McMillan. He played for Nate the McMillan. Sonics. You also say Nick McMillan was a trailblazer in a Sonic. Who else played in the East? What's a couple? What, Tim Hardaway? But point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan Marley? I guess. I hate that. I hate. I hate mentioning Dan Marley. I really do. Thunder Dan Marley. Yeah, I really do. I hate. I hate mentioning him. Uh, who was this? I'm thinking of the Hornets, but I'm thinking of Kendall Gill. Yeah. Um, they had a uh, Hershey Hawkins. He was good defensively. That's a name. Not a lot, not a lot in the nineties as far as guards goes. Not as talented as people like to think it is. Name name teams. I I, I can't think of them until you name team in the nineties. Bo- like I Boston. Who was their shooting guard? Was it still Ainge or was he gone by then? <sighs> was it uh Dana Nick the Brick Anderson? Dana Barron, Barrios, Barrios, Barrios. Mike, why are you name, looking at me when I said Nick Anderson's name like that? Nick the Brick. You talking about Nick Anderson on the Magic? Time. Nick the Brick Anderson missed those free throws in that series and never recovered. Mental. Digit. I like. Uh, I like Derek Anderson in the nineties. He played for the Cleveland. He was. He was nasty. I don't know if y'all remember that. That's another name that, that I'm pulling off the hat. Derek that Anderson. Is a, that's a pull. Nasty. That's a pull. 
but none in that like upper echelon. It's just the talent wasn't great, so John was three in the East. That's why I say, even if you look at like just the two K ratings, where it's like, oh, we think of like how good that Knicks team was. Like, man, Patrick Ewing was like ninety four. Yo, that's sick. What's John Starks? He's about to be like eighty eight, right? Now he's like eighty two. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> It's really just like puts it in perspective. It was like, wow, he really wasn't that great. Name teams. I can, I can think of them. Heat came later. I already said the Heat. Uh, I already said the Magic. Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones on the Lakers. That's West. Uh, that's right. West. The Bucks. And the 90s. I can't remember 90s Bucks. Glenn Rice. Uh, Glenn Robinson. He played the, the bullets. three. Glenn Robinson. He played the three on the, the three. Bucks, so. Yeah. Right. Uh, the bullets. I don't know who the shooting guard was on the bullets. At that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back to your list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've come to the conclusion John Stark has made. <laughs> come to the conclusion that you're a hater. Mid. All right. Uh, I named five, right? Uh, six, because you gave me Starks. Okay, six. Um,. Tim Thomas. Oh. Yeah, Larry Johnson. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, no, I mean that's that's apparent. I had Oakley in there too. I, I love mean. Larry Johnson. Add add Charles Oakley. Grandma. I should add, I should add uh Mike's guy, Charles Smith, in there, but I'm not. Nobody likes Allen Houston enough to put him in their top ten Knicks. James uh, James I know James hates, hates Allen Houston. Allen Houston. Stole money. Stole money. Did not steal money. We've been stole money. Season. There's no difference from him. Legalized and bank Chandler robbery. There's no difference between him and Chandler Parsons. It is at the time of this podcast, two o'clock in the morning. So I will not go into this argument. But that it's, is it's one fifty nine. Now it's swim. It was one fifty nine. We made that statement. Damn. Do not imagine being held accountable for being wrong by five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Do not do that. <laughs> oh man! Trying to stretch the time out, Mike. It was one fifty-nine. It's the longest minute of all time. <laughs> oh. So, so Jer- no, uh, no, 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 Jer- pretty well. Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Lin Sandy. Nah, of course, of, of course, you got um the Charles well. Larry Johnson, Charles Oakley, Carmelo Anthony, mixtape. There we go. Carmelo Anthony, uh, Clyde, Earl of Pearl, um, Patrick Ewan, John Starks. What's that? Eight. I think that, I think that's more than eight. I wasn't counting off the top of my hand. I think you hit ten. <laughs> no, when I was guys. throwing out those random names, like we were throwing Tom, out names, yeah. Name. Tim Thomas was eight. Tim Thomas was eight. 
Tracy McGrady. Thank you. Tracy McGrady what? Tracy McGrady, all-time Nick. Piss Mike off even more. When no, I watched McGrady's run with New York, I was watching MSG every game for McGrady. It was sensational. Love Trace McGrady. That first game he played, number three in the Garden, I watched. Mike, I watched. how did how like how did that make you feel? And you know what? It's bound. I mean, it's probably not going to happen again because I'm I, I'm happy that the Knicks have gone away from hiring or I mean signing old washed vets. We've gone away from that trend. But if we didn't go away from that trend, your nightmare would have came to fruition. We would have definitely eventually <laughs> James Harden. I would have, I would have hated him as much as I hated Tracy McGrady being on the Knicks because I hated. We got a, we got some wins with Tracy McGrady too. No, we did. You did get a couple no, wins with Tracy McGrady. Not. He won his no, debut. Not. No, we did not. Tracy McGrady on the I watched. A, Tracy McGrady on the Knicks was a disaster. I mean, because he was washed, and he still was giving you all like nineteen cooking dudes. Disaster. Yo, yo, and I hated it. People really don't remember Tim Thomas's run with the Knicks, and that he was nasty on the Knicks show. Mike, why are you sound so disappointed? He was a role player. Tim Thomas? Yes. He was the best player on the team when he played there. He was a big fish in a little, little pond. Little fish in a big pond. No, no, uh, Stefan Marbury in your top 15 Knicks or anything? Nowhere? No? Mm-hmm. What about Jamal Crawford? So, so you would put Tracy McGrady on that list, but you wouldn't put Stefan Marbury. Listen, I was joking. My my eight stopped at my. Yeah, Mike, you didn't. You didn't. You thought it was serious. I was joking. My my top my eight is Patrick Ewing, Clyde Walt, Walt Frazier, Earl Monroe, uh, um, Carmelo Anthony, John Starks. Um, so who is who is your three? Because you have this hatred for Willis Reed. So who is who is the top three? I think he named them Pat. Uh, Walt Frazier and Earl Monroe. So, I put Earl. I put Mello. Mike is about to freak I mean, out. That's his. That's his opinion. He is entitled to it. That is how you feel about the team. Are you guys interested in what Anthony's top ten would be? Carmelo. Let's see how Carmelo, fucked up Carmelo, it would be. Carmelo. Well, Carmelo, Carmelo would be Carmelo, number one, Carmelo. and I just be like, "What's wrong with you?" Carmelo would be number one through five. Yeah. I'm very interested in seeing what that ten looks like. Jalen Brunson would be number six, number seven. Uh, ten would be playoff Randall. <laughs> <laughs> oh number eleven. Uh, number eleven would be Star J Barrett. Oh my god. Then maybe Jared, Mike Jared. actually Jared Smith might be in the top ten for him. Iman Shumpert. Might be. That whole Knicks tape era. Tyson Chandler. 
Amari Stoudemire. That that might be his his ten. He may have just the Knicks tape era Knicks in there. 2012, uh, 2013 Knicks. However you want to do it, put them all. Mello, Stoudemire, Tyson Chandler, Raymond, Raymond Felton, Felton, fucking Raymond Felton, uh, Steve Novak. Raymond Felton licked the Miami Heat up regular season. <laughs> Steve Novak. He's a talk hella shit for LeBron when he would light the heat up with a regular season. I used to love it. <laughs> he used to love it because, as you can hear, Dylan, I don't even call him Raymond Felton. It's just bum-ass bum Raymond, Raymond Felton. Which is crazy James, because... James will he, tell you, I called him that from the, before he got on the Knicks and then especially when he got on the Knicks. And Which is crazy, Dylan, because there were nights, multiple nights, because... There were only a couple, a handful of nights that he would stink up the place. He would stink up the place. But there were way more nights that he would play really, really good. And Mike would have this same look on his face right here. Just, 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 just disdain. Just didn't want to give any congratulations when he's playing well. He just sitting there. Just that he's playing good. And I'd be like. Mike, he's playing good. Raymond Felton was a, a what before the mellow trade. Raymond, I remember y'all being like top three in the East with Raymond Felton being the point guard. Yeah, of that team and playing like solid basketball. Up, up, up. up. Something like Mike's up. just hating. Oh. <laughs> Mike just picking and choosing the guys he likes and hates. Now he fell off the cliff and would do stupid shit routinely. Yeah, then y'all traded him. Great day in Nick history. Great day. Do you think Jeremy Lin's on uh, Anthony's top ten? He might be. Nah, I doubt it. He might be. What about uh, Mike Bibby? People don't even remember Bibby played for the Knicks. Jared Jeffries. Chris Copeland. Hit Jared. Hit, fun fact. Um, what you call it? His chin Trust is still on the floor at, at MSG. <laughs> Chin is still on the floor. <laughs> From when um um Jared Jeff was it Jeffrey's uh, or Jeffrey's other guy? Jared Jeffrey's chased, chased him. Who did he punch? I forget the guy's name. It wasn't Jerry Jeffries though, but Jerry Jeffries did chase Mello for punching the guy, and Mello promptly put on his Man. running shoe. Ran, took it off. Running shoes <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, Baron Davis. Wish we could have had him for more years. Wish is I'm about to say, wish his knee didn't explode because we were, we were fighting in that Miami series, and then his knee we, exploded. We didn't have a chance. We, we, we weren't going to win, but uh, you know, could have got respectable. Maybe we could have got he, the game six. And his body said, "What the hell are you doing?" Because <laughs> because he, he was, was playing, playing out of his mind. He was playing very well, but he was playing more than he should have been because he was probably the third string point guard. Mm-hmm. And he should not have been playing that much. At least he started that game that happened. <laughs> I I remember I remember those Knicks teams very well. Knee exploded on national television. I was I was on my way to to um 
to to Ephraim over there on, on off of Forest Road and uh to get a haircut that day. And by the time I had got there, it was there because it happened the same game, two quarters apart. By the time I got there, Iman Shepmer knees knee blew up, and Baron Davis's knee blew up. The same game, a quarter apart from each other. By the time I got there, Ephraim was like, "Yo, what's good with your boy, son? <laughs> what's good?" I was like, "What happened?" I looked at it, ACLs, just flying out the window. Well, Shump's ACL. Davis. I was a knee big exploded. fan of his patella. His he dislocated his patella, like his knee exploded. <laughs> his knee said, "That's it." Shump towards ACL, but. Wearing those Adidas crazy eights every fucking game. I hate those shoes with a fucking passion, man. The crazy eights? I hate them because it what 2012 every fucking but they were everywhere. I I was I think James is laughing because he knows how much I love those sneakers. (laughs) I hate those shoes so much, man. I've seen them so many times. When I was playing basketball, everybody wore those fucking shoes. I'm like, I hate these fucking shoes. The Nick colors too. They they pop like every other Nick color. Like I'm cool with. Like that's fine. Just the crazy eights, like the The white crazy crazy eights eights with the orange and blue. Like yep, the white. Yep, and then the and it was the orange and blue and white crazy eights, and then the black and white crazy eights that are just everywhere. Oh my. God, they're infuriating. I was like, I hate these fucking shoes. That's the era where I was a I was a real fan of the the Sharkleys. Love those shoes. Love those. And that was the era where Hyperdunks didn't miss. Oh yeah. Um, Dylan, well, I just want to. You remember uh, what game was it that we were did post game when the Knicks lost when they got eliminated and Rod's brother Hill came on. <laughs> so Hill. Posted uh, something on his Facebook today. Uh, I don't know where. Top ten most overrated NBA players of all time. So, I I commented on this list, and I'm going to read to you. I have a feeling I know who number one is. Who do you think is number one? LeBron James. LeBron James is not on this list. Oh, excellent! Then this is a might be okay list. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely not. No. Oh, yeah. oh boy, I don't so, know Hill, so this is great. So number one is Carmelo Anthony. Number overrated. two, most overrated player of all time. Number oh, two, number two is Dwight Howard. <laughs> number three is Vince Carter. Okay. Number, number four is Allen Iverson. I'm not a massive Allen Iverson fan, but that's fucked up. <laughs> that's number five, Derrick Rose. That's not fair to Derrick Rose. Number six, Russell Westbrook. It's not fair to Russell Westbrook. <sighs> number seven, Tracy McGrady. I'll fucking kill him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll fucking kill him. Number eight is Kyrie Irving. Number nine is Amari Stoudemire. 
And then the only person on this list that I think you will agree with, number 10 is Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gobert is number one. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> and I could see an argument oh. for Vince being overrated, but, like, it's not fair to put injured guys on yeah. an overrated list. So, like, McGrady off that list, Derrick Rose off that list. Dwight Howard being on that list is crazy. Yeah, that's that's. I've had arguments with Hill about that because he didn't think that Dwight should have been on that top twenty-five list. Dwight's a top ten center of all time, and I argued for Dwight Howard because, like, what are we doing? Like, we need to stop. Why is Anthony Davis on the top? uh, I'm not doing this, but Dwight is a top ten center. You're preaching to the choir. We all agree here. I know he's a top ten center of all time. Yet he's overrated. Dwight arguably should have an MVP. He should. Yeah, he should arguably have an MVP. Like, the fact, like, that 08-09 LeBron year, Dwight Howard got votes. Like. Yeah, so this list just. That 11, tw- that, like, that 11 year should have been, when he went to the final, should have been an MVP for Dwight. So I put on here who made this list, Haters Anonymous. <laughs> he wrote to me, Mello minus uh, his championship at Syracuse is Chuck Person. Chucky Persons? Wow. And then and then he does. And Mello's then he's a top 10 scorer. Then Ever. he threw a, a veil shot at LeBron, but uh, yeah, yeah, you can't like, do that to Carmelo. Like Carmelo Anthony being number one is crazy. It's like that's really legitimately crazy, ridiculous. He is top. He's a number eleven all time in points. Like, like that's ever. legitimately crazy. Ever, and the NBA kicked him out the way exactly. they kicked Loma out of boxing. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. If Melo got them two years back, he legitimately top might 10. be top eight. Yeah, he's in the top ten. That's all that matters is he should be in the top ten. Uh, Vince, again, I, I know you don't like this argument, but Vince, you could say, is pretty overrated. Because what? He had the Raptors run, and then after the Raptors run, he had a couple good years with the Nets, but the Nets didn't win shit. And then he gets traded to the Magic. And then just is now just on the move constantly forever. He gets traded to the Magic after the Magic went to the NBA Finals. And then yeah, proceeded to just be role player for the rest of yeah, his Yeah, when he went to the Magic, tenure. he was supposed to push them over the edge with Jameer Nelson, right? Yeah, and that's the Nets got rid of Vince Carter at the right time. The Nets blew up that core at the right time, where it's like, yeah, kid, you got everything. Get out of kid. Let him go return where he wants to be and finish out his career. RJ, you got everything you're going to get out of RJ. Move him on. And Vince, you milked Vince for everything that he had. So just like go and send him off and just start doing whatever the fuck you're doing. Be bad forever. And all those except for fucking kid were good deals to do so carter after 2008 wasn't shit so you could you i could see that one russell westbrook averaged a triple double as a point guard and won an mvp and is literally a hall of fame player 
Like, that's fucked up. You can't do that to him. Allen Iverson, his, his legacy is literally tied to him getting one game. <laughs> that Lakers series. Uh-huh. Uh, that's yeah. all you, if that's all you remember him for, that's on you. No, I just like to, to say that to piss people off. Because he, the way Doc milks that 08 title is the way he Allen Iverson milks 4 1. But no, I'll never, I'll never call Allen Iverson overrated. He was properly rated as pound for pound one of the greatest fucking ever. He was, he was a hater. It runs in the family. He's a- <laughs> yeah. Runs in the family. Dwight Howard, though. Oh, that one makes me so mad. I knew it would. I knew that it would. Dwight Howard's about to get, you have a Hall of Fame career in China next. Mm-hmm. Just, add, just add it to his uh, basketball Hall of Fame <laughs> resume. Just like Stefan Marbury should be in the basketball Hall of Fame. But we're not ready to have that conversation. I mean, they uh they said because he because he went over there they ain't they ain't gonna give it to him. <laughs> he should be in for what he did in China. 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 How long? How long you think it took to make the top one hundred? Uh, twenty years. Uh, another twenty years. 20 years. There, there are kids in the womb right now that are going to be on that list. Because what, what what year did they last do when they did the top 50? 90 something. 97? 98? It might have been 98. Because Magic was gone. 96. Uh, 96. I was two. 96. Damn. I was two. Mike, Mike, we were almost 10. Yeah. We were nine years old. Just starting. Well, I, I, I don't even watch basketball, but I definitely was not. <laughs> Watching basketball. So, 96. When did they do the top 75 last year? Mm-hmm. 26 years? Shit. Be in our 50s. Punching air. You. Punching air. You, you will be in your 50s. You will I will be living life because I will have two graduated children. You'll be a grandfather. You'll be a grandfather. Do not wish that upon my Yeah, like, what the hell, Mike? Do not wish that upon my children. That is a blessing. What are you talking about? Not at... How old are you? In 20 years? In 20 years. How old will Jaden be? Jaden will be... Oh, in 20 years. 20 years. He will be a grown-ass man. 48. He'll be 28. Yeah, okay. He'll be a grown-ass man. I'm forgetting how much younger I am than you guys. God. Sit here jumping up. What do you mean? That's a young grandfather. That's a young grandfather. That's a young-ass grandfather. 
I'm hoping you'll be a grandfather. He'll have his life together. He'll have his ladies. And I hope he has his life together. Yeah. <laughs> and you will be a grandpa. Abuelo. Mila, on abuelo. the other hand, has to live. And I'm not going to be abuelo. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Mila, on the other hand, is in a bubble. And at 23 years old, will not know the world. She is, has to stay home in the bubble. You better she can be come careful. be on the podcast at all times. <laughs> she might be our producer by that point. Or she'll be the star of the show at that point, just like she was at her dance recital. Go ahead, Mila. It's, it's fine. If, she's, if she brings in viewers, I'm all for it. She said, I don't dance in dance class. I only dance on stage. And what she do? Dance on fucking stage. Shut that MF down. <laughs> she was one of two kids who actually danced on stage. And they said, you guys can't record the, the performance. I came in after they said that. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tell me no. Fuck yes. off. They're going to escort you out. Last year, I had to spend $50 to get a fucking a whole DVD or downloaded video of a file of dance class. I didn't give a fuck about just to get a minute of my daughter dancing. <laughs> fuck that. I'm recording this shit this year. He's got to Dylan needs to have that footage so he can show it to all of her boyfriends so that they won't. What, she will never have one. She'll never have one. They'll be have one. She told you bubble. She's too precious. Except for she's walking around that fucking dad thinks he fucking. That was adorable. Ginny said that shit on purpose. That was that was adorable. She goes, I'm back. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you back? <laughs> <laughs> Dad thinks like he's the boss. I'm back in the room. That ended quite quite quickly. Alright. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, please. please. Uh we already paid those bills. Um I mean y'all already did. I'm him. I don't I don't know. I did it. We we all collectively did a all him first first team all him. We did not collectively together. Well, I'm him for me this week was going to be Carmelo Anthony James. So, <laughs> the James hijacked it from you. <laughs> oh. Shout out to. Mellow for an unbelievable career. I got to see him live, which was a great thrill for me. And yeah, man, can't wait to see that jersey go up in the rafters. And he's he's him. He's him. Honorable mention to BG, but it's it's Carmelo. Good for you, Mike. Getting your shit off, even though James hijacked it. Next time, put it in, next time, put it in pre-production. Right? Yeah, that is your fault. That I have to tell you who I'm picking for I'm him? You ain't even put Carmelo on the list of hot topics. You did not put it on the dock, Mike. Who's if you him? put if Melo's on the list of hot topics, I don't I don't hijack it. 
Yes, you would have. You're that kind of person. Oh, okay. I feel I like that. I feel like you're projecting, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you done. All right, fine. That, that's it. That's it. I did whole whole team for all of us of hymns. Mm-hmm. I'm hymns. Five of them. <laughs> oh, go ahead, James. Take take us home. Oh, uh, man. Uh, it is almost time for the NBA Finals. Almost time. And I am Miss Cleo. Call me now. The prophecy is almost fulfilled. <laughs> the Nuggets, if they win the NBA championship, you guys will be paying me as your pre-bookie <laughs> to give you predictions for your bets on FanDuel and all your other ways for sports betting. But, um, yeah, man, shout out to the viewers, shout out to the listeners. Um, I'm tired. It's two, almost 2.30. And uh, follow me on Instagram at Breezy underscore underscore B-I-L-L-Z. And follow me on Twitter at Breezy5X. And, yeah, see you guys soon. Underscore podcast, Poppy underscore on all social media platforms. It's been a pleasure to be selected to uh, form the first ever Soy First team, all him. Uh, I appreciate all the the members of the pod who uh, believed in me and put the trust in me to assemble the team that best represents us and our thoughts on this podcast. I appreciate all of you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, yes. uh, As the fellas said, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. This show we will be back Miami was supposed to win tonight so we could take a week off but of course that didn't happen so maybe we'll just do a finals preview show so we can get some predictions on the books and um, we've got some we're going to be moving doing some specials coming up the next few weeks so that should be fun we've still got a lot of chalk talks on the way uh, follow me on the socials, I am underscore MBJ on all the socials. And yeah, we are going to get ourselves out of here. Uh, so, James, do you, you know, if you want to just since it's already done and it's been said, you don't have to come to the uh, NBA Finals preview show if you want to just stamp the Nuggets now. I don't have the graphic yet, but. You want to <laughs> stamp, stamp the Nuggets now since you've been on that train all year? I mean, I don't, I don't have to stamp it now because I stamped it months ago. Great, so good. So you, you don't have to come to the finals preview show. We know where you stand. Um, I'll, I'll be, I'll be there. But you guys already know my prediction because I said it months ago. Make here's sure here's you... something interesting before we go. You know how Anthony's been alluding to this for months now that he's got a big finals bet planned for something. He has. He has. 
I wonder what it is. That's a teaser because we're going to find out on this finals preview show. I wonder what it is uh, and when he's going to choose Roz. <laughs> to do the bet with him again. Maybe so he, he thought the Lakers revenge. were going to get to the finals and maybe that's when he was going to try it. Sure was. We'll see. We will see. But I'm very intrigued as to what this finals bet's going to be. And he's like, I'm going to choose. And one, like the person has to agree. Anthony, Anthony just, I'm going to make a bet. <laughs> and you have to take it. That's not, no, you're talking idiot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention, but be sure to join us for every single game after the NBA finals. One of the three of us, if not all three of us, will be there for every single game. Dylan will not be there for game two. He's already said that we can go to hell. But we, <laughs> me or James, or maybe we'll make Dylan do game four by himself. But one of us. <laughs> oh, God forbid I'm out for my fucking birthday. <laughs> like yeah, one of, we will be live after every NBA Finals game, even if it's for just a twenty-minute recap. So join us, speak on it live on all of all the Facebook. We'll be on Facebook Live for the Finals, YouTube Live, Twitch Live. We'll just be on everything live. Uh, Instagram Live. We'll be on all of live, it. just live. We're just live. live. Come in the comments. Live. live no net no net send us live. the comments live <laughs> and uh like i said we'll do a finals preview show in the next whenever miami finishes boston off and we'll, we'll do that we'll make our picks but until then uh actually you know what i think the fact that we're going where we're we going james live live uh that, oh that's I meant it. to say, uh, did I, did I did I tell you that French hit me up after Game Three saying, "Yo, Breeze, when's the next when's the next pod?" <laughs> oh boy. Well, then we'll have. Bang bang bang. Shit like that. Shit like that. We'll see. We'll see him when he's on here, since he clearly wants to be a confirmed guest. So we'll be on here. Maybe we will get some wheel spins to these NBA finals. Could get fun. But until then...